Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or it's something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face. Because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Man, it's past the hour. What's up? It's the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is that number. Thank you so much for tuning in. Sorry. Um, some off-the-air conversations uh, just wrapping up as the mics open up. All right, we've got a busy show on tap today. 866-WE-BE-BIG, the number, as I said. Rick and Bubba in the house next hour. It's the kickoff hour right now, though, with the Good Time Gang. Will a meet could spin. I got great news for all of you. The 12 working days of Christmas starts Thursday. And if you're listening live, it is Tuesday, the 30th. Uh, and uh, we're excited. Uh, this is the week uh, that the 12 working days of Christmas starts. And uh, it will play out all the way uh, to December the 17th, which is our big year ender and the last day in the studio. Uh, we're moving studio, staying in the same flagship market, Birmingham, just moving uh, where we go to work every day. So the studio will be uh, not here at the city center where we've been for umpteen years. Uh, so just in the middle of all that, you got you moving and stuff. And even though it can be done, it's just a handle. You got a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff. And I find myself keeping things I wasn't, I, I didn't think I'd keep and throwing away things I'd ever thought I'd throw away. Uh, but anyway, we'll uh, break all that down. We got a busy show and we're excited for you to be there. Will Amit could spend too. Uh, let's not let's not forget that. 
Uh, all right, so Eddie Van Adler right in there. To my right, it is Helmsy and it is Greg. What's up, guys? How are y'all? Hey, hey. Y'all good? Good. I've, I've lost my voice. I, I know. I heard that. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, you carrying something I didn't around. Hear I leave. You, lost it. you got out in the leaves, though, a lot. I did. You know? Yeah. Didn't you? And burning leaves and that's what it is. fire and that's what it is. Guns allergies and, and cold weather kills me. Yeah. Cut Can't stand my, the cold cut weather. Cut off my beard, made me eat it. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, let me just say this, too. Uh, you and you being outside and burning stuff, which yeah, I think is really, really going. I think that's what got you because uh, Reese, anytime he gets around like smoke from a fire, or whatever, yeah. this is what happens to him. And it was all day, like two days of it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus leaves. Put out some pine straw too. Right, That'll do right. it. How about leaves? Real dry. Um, I thought about you the other day because uh, up where my parents live, they got old growth all around them. They got so many trees. It's unbelievable. I mean, like the leaves, they laugh at you. Like, <laughs> you thought you were going to blow me, you know? Uh, that's what the leaves are saying. Uh, and and there's just there. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to talk. That's um, all I'm trying to do. Somebody just turned the radio off. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, if leaves could talk. I know. Yeah. Larry, you know, the, Larry, 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 there you go. Larry, 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 Larry would say. <laughs> uh, me and my friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're not maybe, going. Maybe don't rake me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's almost scary, too. Yeah, you scared me <laughs> to death. How about this whole leave things just not good? Right Let's now, just forget no, it. we got more falling tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, but you can't win. Okay, I'm just trying. Uh, to yeah, clean. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I get the backpack blower on when I'm up there, and I try so hard. And then you know, next time I go, yeah. it's like nobody ever touched the yard. That, that's what I feel like right I, there. And I was thinking about you. You have so many trees yeah. around your house. Uh, how do you but you you know what i was thinking but if you don't keep it beat down you just what are you going to do it's going to be up to your knees right and yeah. then then how are you going to move it yeah <laughs> right exactly <laughs> i mean it's unbelievable so some of you that live in those kind of areas you know what i'm talking about it's tough <laughs> you can't even see the grass in right. some, some yards it's like the guy just comes out going what do i do i don't know what to do by the way at, <laughs> after the intro you were talking about cleaning stuff out of your office yeah. greg i could have grabbed a cup of coffee got a chair and watched him and rick burgess yesterday for hours yeah, boy, they were doing what it, they were doing it was just so the things the decision uh process uh that mm-hmm. they were doing in order to whether i throw it away do i mm-hmm. keep it does somebody else wants this mm-hmm. was precious yeah and then and then this one here with hands in his pocket comes by and just some of the the one liners. I, sure. I was I was real. I really wish we could do a podcast of nothing but y'all sitting in your chair commenting Discussing on things. Discussing what we have. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and whether and it that, stays or goes. Yes. Uh, and you know what? I was thinking we, we could do, we could describe here. things that we're throwing away to see if the audience could pick it. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> threw a lot of but, stuff away. By the know? way, and I'll just say this: brilliant on your part to throw things in our bags. No, yeah, oh, yeah, like that. I found a few yeah. things. Yeah, that's I, funny. I found Speedy on the cover of a golf magazine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I thought you might like that. I did. What'd I've you find? Uh, some kind of CD about the uh, <laughs> blind and deaf duets or something. No, it was oh, the Blind wow. Boys of Alabama, okay. who's very talented. It, I think I mean, it was You there. came with blind and deaf duets? <laughs> what did you call What that? is wrong with you? Huh? <laughs> say, what was it that called? That sounded legit. Blind Boys of Alabama. Okay, They're what, group. what did I say? Very talented. <laughs> I got them doing duets with well, deaf, deaf people said. and blind. That's people. what it said on the thing: duets with deaf and blind. No, it was I don't know. I didn't bo- know if it was, it blind, was the blind or... boys of Alabama. Yeah, they're singing. Okay, and I, and I had a CD. Adler claims he's not sure of, how blind they are, but 
remember he he, 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 did, he did he did question that. Yeah. Uh, and there was one CD that was still sealed, and I'm like, what? Well, Helmsy might like. I that. remember seeing Blind and Duets oh, on the cover. And you threw down. Well, I will yeah. say this: well, I did pull two things aside from my office that I thought y'all might like. Okay. And so when we come back, I would like to present y'all with these gifts. Okay. Uh, and we've been doing this. I really you know, haven't gotten my office good yet. So. Right. And right. at some point this uh, hour, I'll... I have a what I'm calling a fun question. Okay. All right. Uh, now Let's do you, sports. Are you going to hold your nose the entire, entire hour? <laughs> I guess. I, I could just go home. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm here. Yeah. Well. And in another shocker, Brian Kelly from Notre Dame yeah. accepts the, the LSU game. Yeah. Uh, Is this not head the most bizarre job? thing you've but ever this seen? Had, this, that's a little bit to do with my he question. He pulled uh, – Somebody else we know, they played a clip seven yeah. days ago where he claimed it would take a, a fairy godmother and $250 million to make him leave yeah. a Notre Dame. This yeah. was seven days ago. Right. That's a pine box type comment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what, what kind of money he got. I'm sure it was a lot, but I don't know if there was a fairy godmother involved. Right. I don't know about that. And uh, and Rich Rod to going, going to Jacksonville yeah. State University. Uh, Be there that's, that's strange. As football head coach, yeah. Is that official? Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah. So. ESPN's pushing it so well. I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Well, hey, I'll say little this. G God, I don't yes, know, but hey, I mean, hey, yes, that's official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, they, they're the way they write it up. It's official. Y'all do realize he turned down Alabama, or Alabama wouldn't have had Nick Saban when they got him. Mm-hmm. Who knows what would happen later? Because I'm everybody really needs to thank Rich Rogers. Yeah, I mean he he was that was their pick. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, uh, and then I'll present them uh, with some gifts. Um, I think you'll appreciate it, Helmsy. Uh, Greg, probably the last won't. thing you gave me is on my fireplace in yeah. the in the main room downstairs. I took my cheese head home yesterday that you gave me. Okay, yeah, JC, all about it. Okay, yeah. good. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. Eight six six, we be big. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Gray, fake plastic mistletoe, me in a great big bowl, and tear me apart. 21 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the it's kickoff Christmas hour here uh, on The Rick and Bubba so Show. And it is Christmas time, and the 12 working days of Christmas starts Thursday. Uh, we're counting down the days. And uh, we've got quite a selection already making an appearance here in the studio, just sitting, waiting to be given away. And uh, it's uh, the greatest time of year where we get to play Santa. Uh, And uh, Bubba the Elf has been out shopping and uh, has gathered a number of great gifts uh, for you, the audience here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Um, Okay, as uh, we kind of look through, and this is going to be a theme uh, for uh, the next couple of weeks uh, as we try to move. And, you know, that's the thing we do. We live our life out on the air, okay? I mean, we go out, we live life, we come back, we report it. That's kind of our show prep. And then every now and then we'll look down at stories that surprise us, uh, but nowadays nothing surprises us with what's out there. Uh, and so yesterday we lived life. Uh, we started cleaning <laughs> out more offices, and we've been kind of poking at it, and uh, I've been putting – I was telling uh, Greg yesterday uh, – what frustrates me is that I've done a lot of work, but you can't tell it because it's things that's not noticeable, like yeah. cleaning out drawers that are as, you know, uh, a couple of feet deep and and just stuff all in it to the top. But those are those are empty now; they're clean. You know, organizing what I need to throw away and what I need to keep, yeah. 
just doing that takes a long time. You got a pretty big closet to deal with, too. Big closet, uh, a lot of years, a lot of stuff. Uh, But from time to time, we'll come across something that I'm like, you know what? We don't need to throw that away. The guys might like this, you know? Yeah, you're getting that And um, I thought about Helmsy, and I'm like, you know, um, even though this is the greatest time of year, there's some things about this time of year in the past that would kind of make you feel weird, and you would kind of almost freak out and have an anxiety attack and uh, run to your office. Going. And I came across something uh, that I thought you might have as a collector's item that you could go home, throw in a player, and and let the kids enjoy it. Yeah, and you it's know what the this is? No. 2010 Dean and I Company do. Christmas oh. special. Oh boy! Now in 2010, let's think back. It, you know, it would get weird in the later years, but yeah. it was so pure back then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and this is the full show of that? Dean and Company in 2010. Since you missed it because you were hiding. Because yeah. yeah, you're hiding. You're not around. You know, you're. Ah! Uh, and I just wanted you to have it. Well, so thank you, uh, there sir. You go. No problem. Very kind. No of you. problem. I just I, and I've kept it. And, and look, it's it's been sealed, and and so enjoy. Just sit the family down. And and maybe video their reaction, what they look like as they're watching it, and just see what. It, I don't hey, even know if we have a way to play this. You don't have a DVD player in no. the house, really? No. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I got one you can borrow. Yeah. My could on a computer. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. There's ways around it. Cheers. If not anything, maybe it's a maybe it's a coaster. Now, you know, there, now you're you talking. know just set it out on the table and let it be a conversational piece. Yeah. How about that? Now, for you, I know how you like history. Mm-hmm. And there's something that you've commented on in my office. Every time you walk by, you got to comment. Every single time. And we don't want to throw away history. We want to remember Can you history. give us his comments? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> oh. Probably not. Uh, but they're funny. I can tell you that. Uh, and uh, I just know how you like history. And, and although it was a failed attempt, it, it is history. Yeah. Uh, and... I wanted to make sure that before I threw them all away that you got a Scott Dawson for governor oh. sign. Huh? All right. He yeah. does comment every time. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. like a memento. Yeah, and well, I thought, you know, Scott's maybe that could man. go up in the new office or something. I know I kept one for a souvenir. We did. These we were did. the uh, yard signs uh, that Scott Dawson made when he was running for governor. Yeah, and you and, didn't put uh, them out because they were in your office. So well, I mean. probably didn't help him. Well, you know. Someone it, was supposed I, to come I, by and get them, I well, think. They, they were, and let me tell you what we've been kind of tossing. It's not the originals. It's we have so many of one thing. Yeah. And so that's what you saw. You saw the um the uh yeah. the pile of, of just yeah. so many that we couldn't get them all out. But that right there is yours. Well, thank you very much. Did you like it? I do, yeah. So now you can have one and look at it in your office. Okay. Huh? I like this I like you had it displayed. This like will be a lot easier to toss than that will. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know why. I don't know why y'all would talk to you. I'm not right. cherishing this. This is going at safe. That's a collector's item. There's stuff. a lot of people right now like, hey, Helmsy, don't you throw away I that. I got a safe that this is going there in. There you go. See? You know what? You may watch that and go, what was I thinking? I should have been supporting this the whole time. Probably not, but okay. All right, so let me ask y'all a question. I do something kind of silly, and and tell me if, Speedy, you're, that's ridiculous. Like all the time or just no, something I've, recently? No, I've, I've saved something. I have saved <laughs> Okay, and and I know that it's not going to be Walking Dead end of time. I get that, but you know how like you you watch some of these uh, some of these shows where you know it's it's in the future and and it's like nothing's open. You know, uh, technology is is gone and everybody's hiding, and it's like the, the equipment is like something that oh you got one of those oh my gosh you know because it's like end of times kind of thing, mm-hmm. and so I I have got a VCR player i've got a dvd player 
I've got a DAT player. I've got uh, a mini DVD player. Uh, I've got a number that I just store and keep because I'm thinking one day will they be something we use again? Yeah. Really? Will, will things come back around where all of a sudden we need it? Is that uh, stupid? Is that dumb? Not dumb, but. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't few, know that. I, I'm I not saying it's, it's Armageddon and, and, and everybody's fighting and walking down the streets and taking stuff from people. But, <laughs> yeah. um, and that's why you're keeping it. I'm, yeah, I'm keeping it just in case for survival. Yeah, for, for, survival. for yeah, I mean, what if what if so you you're know. not giving them out? What you say? <laughs> but I, I've got a I've got in my one of my in one of the closets is about six pieces of of equipment that works perfectly fine. That that I've just stacked up in there. Like okay, I'm gonna keep them. Hmm. That's I, I probably should have given those away because the way you're looking at me, you, you well, look no, like I'm weird or something. No, no, but if you gave them away, they're probably not going to use them. I think it's okay what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, you throw it away. Okay. I'm looking at Greg because I, I mean, like I'm just saying, I could play a DVD. Now, I'm not, at the see, house. I'm not a keep guy though. I throw stuff away way too quick. Well, yeah, but you also give away broke stuff. I mean, you gave away a broke DVD yeah, player too. Well, that it was a, it, first of all, it was a Blu-ray player. Okay, okay, it didn't, didn't, didn't it, work, and it worked. It worked. Yeah. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. No, uh, it didn't. Program you said, it. You said it didn't and work. And a golf bag for yeah. the homeless. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Y'all never let me live that down. I don't even go to that same place anymore because of y'all. Well, you, they probably go, here's the broke DVD guy. It's a really yeah, nice Blu-ray player and a golf bag. Because most of the time when you're giving stuff away and, and donating it, they ask you, does it work? Did you lie? I thought them? they had somebody that fix stuff like that and then resell it. Yeah. Do they? That's what I thought. I and then the reason of the golf bag, I know people down on their luck usually not mm-hmm. playing golf, right. but I thought they'd sell the golf bag and yeah, then they, give the money to them. Or Speedy had a golf bag. You ripped Hobie off that time. You sold it to him. You remember that one? No, actually. I, I jacked him up. Actually, I, I gave that. him a, <laughs> Poor Hobie. Actually, I gave him a tour bag for 100 bucks. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, well. That's actually really good. Somebody gave Speedy. Mm, there's a Mizu- No, actually... <laughs> He did, they I remember that, that bag. Me. Yeah, it's very nice, Mizuno. Yeah, you, you, you see you, it on the hey, tour. Like Caddy's carrying it. Yeah, look, he's defensive about that bag. Well, I mean, Listen, he got Hobie. Hey, look, look it up on eBay and see what it goes for. Yeah. Today is thirty-three. He got a steal. Hobie doesn't buy anything that if it ain't a deal. Well, Hobie researched and said that yeah, he's a financier. <laughs> Hobie said that's a deal right there. There it is. And I'll get. It. I'll take that. Um, it's all right. Anyway, so him. y'all don't like your gifts. That's fine. No, I, I do. do. I, do. I just like that you're thinking about me. Yeah. Thank you, That's what I like. I mean, put it out on the coffee table. Yeah. And when you have company over, sit your drink on it, and they go, what's that? Good then, conversation starter. Yeah. yeah. And then, Greg, put that up in your office, or maybe even take it to your new house. I mean, not to do, well, the one you're redoing. Yeah, put, wow. it out, put it out front. I mean, why you got that out there? Make people stop. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until uh, top of the hour. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Uh, so we talked about it just briefly uh, in the first segment. Uh, some sports news when it comes to college football. There's been there's been two uh, big surprises in the last couple of days. It's uh, Lincoln Riley going to USC, leaving Oklahoma. Nobody saw that one. And I got to tell you, I didn't see this one coming either. Uh, I don't think he was on any short list, was he? Brian Kelly. Uh, from Notre Dame, who's currently number six in the country, yeah. to LSU, 
uh, and that's uh, that's really got everybody, you know, talking, going, what in the world? Uh, how do you feel about the move, guys? I mean, is this? I don't. Blame do you him. feel like he's done? He says, "I've done all I can do at Notre Dame." I think so. Yeah. I think he has. I think you know they have a lot of academic things that they have to overcome that mm-hmm. a lot don't. And I don't know, you know, facilities. I'm sure they have nice, but as far as you know, how everybody's mm-hmm. over the top, like LSU just built that. Anyway, if he has the chance, his best chance to win a national championship, if that's what he wants to do, is to go to LSU, no doubt. And he's been there since what twenty ten, so he's been yeah. there a minute. Yeah, uh, and, and he's done. He, he's, I think he's the winningest coach in the history. Right. right. Yeah. So I, I know uh, they're not in a conference; they're an independent. So, do you think he he strives to also want to be in a conference to actually try to win a conference Maybe. and 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 not always be talked about being in the in the top four, but. Yeah, because I don't know. You know, years ago they remember they I, they may have changed this. Like Notre Dame, they wouldn't let them redshirt anybody. Mm-hmm. They, they may have changed all that. I don't know. But a lot of times it was you know. If I, I if I would have come in, I, I'm trying to limit how much I talk because of my voice. I, I don't know what's going on. I know what's going on. I just you know it's got to take some time. Mm-hmm. But you're not sick. You just mm-hmm. let I don't think know. so. Um, I don't feel bad. Um, so so if I would have come to you, say, Monday morning early or Sunday, right. and I would have made these four statements, <laughs> now we know which one is, is incorrect. Greg is so nice. But but if I would have made these four statements on Sunday and I would have said, pick out the one that's not going to be true next week, <laughs> okay? Now we're going to know the answer because we've seen it unfold. Right. But I'm going to read these out to you and just think back on Sunday and think what would you have picked. Okay, mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley leaves Oklahoma for USC. Rich Rod to JSU. Wow. Nick Saban announces he will retire at the end of the 2022 season. Brian Kelly leaves Notre Dame for LSU. Mm. Now, if I look back on that, the the one that's not true would not be outlandish in yeah. picking um, yeah. because of these other things. Right. Saban's not retiring. That's yeah. He's not. You no. made that up. Yeah. That's the one, obviously, that I made up. But if we would have. If we would have gone throughout the week and, and not known any of these and you would have said, well, okay, which one of these is not going to happen? Yeah. I don't – I mean, because he's up there. He's getting, he's nearly 70, isn't he? If he's not already 70. Yeah. Him him saying, hey, I'm going to step down, what, that's not completely off no. of anything. Compared to these other things like Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma for USC. And the Brian Kelly thing I didn't see. And I love that they've kept this from us. I love that this was a secret and nobody saw these coming. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I. I um, it's the way I wish we did the Heisman Trophy. I, I guess. Yeah. It's it's like there's been standards, and then there's been coaches that that kind of just move around or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, he, there he goes again. But these are two that I wasn't expecting. It's yeah. like, whoa, you know, they're very established in their programs, and you just think, yeah. well, but college football is changing for sure, uh, and um, we'll see how he plays out. Uh, do you feel like LSU? That's a big win for them. Do you feel like? Yeah. Oh, yeah. From That's a splash. Yeah. yeah. We were talking yesterday about a splash. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a splash? Um, and and this was all fair, and it was a conversation about Auburn, but Auburn has never made a splash in a coaching hire. Not one time. Yeah. Run the list. It's never happened. Um, but these schools, USC, you made a splash with Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. LSU, you made a splash. Um, I don't think Florida really made a splash. It was safe. Yeah. With Napier, um, but but you're right. Hey, Ole, Ma- Ole normally, Miss made a splash with Lane Kiffin. Yeah, normally you you hear ahead of time these these guys are going here or there, but yeah. like I said, these came from nowhere. And I love that we didn't know. Yeah, I so love we, that it was a complete secret. All right, so let's go. Let's let's fast forward two years. 
does Brian Kelly look around and go, wow, this SEC West is real. It's pretty tough in here, isn't it? This is different. Yeah. I don't know. Or is he, is he like, wow, I got different athletes. Well, he's going to get like, better players. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. But he's also playing in a tougher league, so. Yeah. I don't know. So there's a couple of um, – there's a there's a couple of uh, spots that still are open. Oklahoma, Duke, you know. There's some other now Notre Dame, Notre Dame, which so Luke what, Fickle will probably be the guy there that everybody's looking yeah, at. Yeah, right. probably Cincinnati's right. coach. Yeah, yeah. You feel like that? That's what'll happen. I just I just figure that he's always in that area. He's always rumored for that 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 world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cincinnati thought. Phew, we're going to keep him. He said yeah. he's staying. When are these other, you know, when LSU and Florida was being talked about? And Harbaugh's like, not going anywhere. Ryan Day's not going anywhere. Luke Fickle would be the one up there. Right, that but but who are we not thinking about when it comes Row to the Notre boats, Dame? Because not. we weren't thinking about no. Ryan Kelly when no, it came you're right. to uh, you're right. or, or Lincoln Riley on USC. You know, we weren't thinking of. Either. So which one is going to leave where they are? And did, is, that's a is, great is, question. What, is what Bubba sent real about? So last night he sent some this information. This last thing they got, Sam, what was that? Th- there this, was like a picture of some screen. I think that yeah. I thought that was a mistake. Yeah, um, I don't know what that was. According to a uh, um, according to Robert Hefner, that's Hughes' brother. Yeah, <laughs> Lincoln. A lot of don't know about Lincoln Riley's USC contract details. Not confirmed, but best I could do. He says on Twitter, one hundred and ten million. USC buying both of his homes in Norman. For five hundred thousand dollars over the asking, one million dollar wow. bonus, buying a six million dollar home in Los Angeles for him, unlimited use of the private jet twenty four seven for family. Those are some of the details of Lincoln. You know, they Riley's say contract. they got to make it really now, I don't profitable because yeah. the taxes and doing it Cost that way, buying houses yeah. and planes, and that's why they got to get creative. We can't confirm. You win. Yeah, yeah. This is just what some of the stuffs being reported could. Totally be false, and so take yeah. that for what it's well, worth. To, to your point, Speedy, it's a good question. Is who we've yeah. been caught off guard all week by these things? Yeah, we keep thinking it's going to be somebody yeah. that you know. Uh, who when we're sitting around today at three thirty four o'clock in the afternoon? Does Dan Mullen go to Oklahoma? Does, they want? I don't know that they'd want him, but yeah, that's a. I mean, or is he going to the NFL? Like I think he's going to be a coordinator somewhere, NFL or even in college. I don't think he gets another head coaching job. No, I'm gonna whisper. No, well, I had to because my voice. I see dead people. My voice started leaving me um, at the end of the conversation. So, they, so the, that's that's there for you. Uh, and so we'll see how that plays out. But big news: Brian Kelly to LSU. Why? Why do I always? And then, but is it? Uh, I see. Uh, did y'all mention Auburn firing the offensive coordinator? Or Mike Bobo? Yeah, we didn't mention it, but oh, yes, he was it, like, oh, I yeah. don't know. I've heard. I think I've heard he was. Is that is that true too? Of course. Yeah. Of course, Again. I just said it. I'm just I sometimes forget we're on. No, air. I thought. Of course, I, th- I think that. Well, I, somebody sent it to us yesterday. Um, yeah, we haven't seen what LSU's given Kelly, but you saw his statement that he, you know, seven days ago when he said that if unless the fairy godmother comes by with a two hundred fifty million dollar check, that he wouldn't leave Notre Dame. Mm. LSU's his fairy godmother. Evidently, he sent his wife to take a look at it first. She must have approved it. <laughs> You're right so. on Bobo, by the way. Yeah, after just one season, uh, Mike Bobo out. I'll tell you one, Mac Daddy's happy about that. Yeah. Hmm. One season. One well, season. he made it longer than the receivers coach who they got after about two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> 
Look, I don't know if Harson's the answer, but you thought he was. You thought he was. So you hired him. You got to give him a year to Y'all, do some things. He's his first. I mean, season. guys, I hate to break. I'm not saying he's Nick Saban. Okay, <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. But Saban went six and six in his first year. Dabo went six and six in his second full year. Give these guys some time. Yeah, anybody. He may not be the answer, but you can't. Too you can't determine that after a year. I mean, if all. that's the case, nobody's going to want to come. Right. Crappy anyway, <laughs> right. You know. One year. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and look, nobody expected them to be any good. It wasn't like, hey, you, hey man, you ought to have them this year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Just <clears throat> calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Bobo saying, yeah, what about that? Why don't you give me more in a year? Yeah. You know? yeah, for real. Sure. All right, who's going to go to Notre Dame that we're not thinking of? If it's well, not Luke Fickle, who's the surprise that, pick? Yeah. It's up, up and going to leave where they are now because Notre Dame's going to buy their contract out. Jim Harbo. <laughs> Lane Kiffin's still out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see him at Notre Dame. No, I don't either. Not <laughs> no. at all. No, not no. Miami, Rick and yeah. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We are rolling back. 866 We Be Big is our number. This portion of the Rick and Bubba show made possible by goodrx.com slash Bubba. Um, how many of you shop around to find the best price when you need to fill a prescription? I mean, be honest. Do you just go for convenience? And, oh, yeah, this uh, pharmacy here is kind of close to my house. I'll just use them. Uh, but I'm not going to research to find out if they actually have the best price. You could be overpaying for your prescriptions. That's where goodrx.com slash Bubba can help because uh, prescription prices can vary, right, uh, between pharmacies by as much as $100. But uh, GoodRx.com slash Bubba instantly compares prices for your prescription at pharmacies in your neighborhood and saves up to 80%. It's free and easy and only takes a few seconds to find discounts for prescriptions at pharmacies like CVS, Kroger, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, and more. Uh, We check the the website, but you can also use the app uh, if you want to go that route. They've got an app, uh, which is the number one most downloaded medical app out there and one that millions of Americans can use. It's affordable health care every month. Uh, join us uh, for uh, um, simple, smart savings on your prescriptions at GoodRx.com slash Bubba. That's GoodRx.com slash Bubba. Or look for their app, GoodRx, altogether. Or you can find a, a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Um, all right, so today uh, we have uh, Mike Lutzenkirchen, I should say, uh, and he has got uh, the um, uh, the uh, uh, the foundation that we've had. Well, I think he's been on almost pretty regularly every year. We might have skipped a year or two, but today is the National uh, Day of Giving. It's Giving Tuesday. It's it follows yeah. Cyber Monday, mm. and we'll talk uh, up to, to Mike about uh, their foundation and what they have going on. If you haven't heard that discussion, that'll happen a little bit later in today. Uh, Mike Lutz and Kirchin. I come on, Speedy. Lutz and Kirchin. It's not hard. Just call him Lutz. Lutz. Lutz forty three foundation. Um, all right. So uh, as we roll on, a uh, couple of stories out there. We've hit. We've we've uh, shared gifts today. I've given uh, Helmsy the Dean and Company twenty ten uh, show uh, for his enjoyment. I've given uh, Greg a Scott Dawson for Governor Yard sign. Thank you. Both came from my office. I look for gifts from y'all at some point. 
Uh, and these aren't gifts that I want to get rid of. I think that y'all might yeah, really yeah, like them. Uh, we've broken down the carousel when it comes to college coaches. Uh, Brian Kelly, the latest, uh, going from Notre Dame to LSU. Rich Rodriguez taking that JSU job. Uh, and um, it looks like the offensive coordinator uh, has been fired at Auburn. Uh, so th- those are the three biggest college football stories. A lot of movement. Yeah. I gave absolutely nothing to Monday Night Football I didn't last either. night. But you the Washington what? football team that they won matchup, again. That matchup that? did not interest me at yeah. all. We had one team that was what three and seven at the mm-hmm. time, and the other was five and five yeah. or four and five. Mm-hmm. Four and Nothing six. about that game that made me want to watch it. Mm-hmm. But Washington did win. Yeah. I don't know if I've watched a pro game beginning no, to end Greg. all year. I don't think I have. Well, I don't know that I've watched one I beginning to, to end. That's a lot of. Or football. I haven't really watched. I don't think I watched a full half. I've watched highlights. Yeah, I keep up through highlights. Playoffs come. Yeah. I watch games. Right. I like to watch the game and playoff. The only reason I've halfway paid attention is is because both JC and Reese, with each one of their friends, they created this own little fantasy, fantasy deal, which yeah. is really more just I'm playing so and so, bragging rights. Yeah. Like, so they kind of keep up Cash with it just money. to see how not necessarily yeah. the teams are doing, but their individual players are doing. Yeah, you um, know, if you're into that, I, I get it, but. Um, also, uh, here, well, I do. People that I know. Do the fantasy, they're all tore up about it. Tiger Woods is in the news in his first interview he, since his car accident oh, in February. He, he has said that I already he's taking a Notre Dame job. <laughs> he said that he My is way. done playing golf on a regular basis. He's done really? being a full-time golfer. Well, he's had a pretty good run. I yeah, guess. he has. Mm-hmm. That, so the crash is what ended it. Yeah, I guess so. So what does that mean? He's going to play in big events and I don't know. that's let's, it. Let's hear from him. I, I can know. still, maybe if my leg gets good enough. Maybe cook off a tournament here or there. But as far as climbing the mountain, get all the way to the top, I don't think that's a realistic expectation of me. Mm. But I think something that is realistic is playing the tour one day, never full-time ever again, pick and choose, just like what Mr. Hogan did. You pick and choose a few events a year, Mm -hmm. and you play around that. You practice around it and try to gear yourself up for that, and you play it. I think that's kind of how I'm going to have to play it from now on. It's an unfortunate reality, but it's my reality. And I understand it and I accept it. So that's uh, wow. Tiger Woods announcing he's Makes done sense. playing golf yeah. full time. How about that? He had a tournament every yeah. now and then. But this great. Did we ever figure out why he crashed? I remember it was kind of weird. It, it looked like to me going too fast, but did he fall asleep? Did he lose yeah, control? Something. I don't know. Um, lucky to be alive, though. Yeah, he is. Uh, I kind of see what he's saying. I'll, this this miracle return where he yeah, climbs back to the top, tour, plays no. full time, and wins championships and all that. He's basically saying that's really not reality. Uh, maybe get back work to 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 just play. Yeah. you know, picked tournaments and that son of a gun's liable to win the Masters again, though. Yeah, well, he could. I mean, you never know. Could you know? I don't know. Yeah, I saw him on the yeah, golf range the other day, and everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, he's on the golf range." Um, but uh, that was Tiger Woods announcing he's done playing full time. But that doesn't that doesn't surprise anybody. No, I think. no. I know a lot of folks were very hopeful, but doesn't yeah. surprise anybody. Not surprising. No. Um, also, uh, a couple of other uh, bits and pieces. Um, are y'all giving the on Apple Plus? Are y'all giving like Tom Hanks's? New I movie watched. It. Any, we talked about well, it. Finch. I don't know if I was here. I think you were out that okay. day. Oh, so I loved it. It, it yeah. is good. Well, it's slow. It's got a robot in it. it mm-hmm. Think, um, do you remember? And a dog. 
it, it it's it starts you off. You don't have to go. I mean, it's slow. Turn. It's slow. Okay. Okay. Um, but but it's got a really good heartfelt story Ooh, to heartfelt. It's towards the end. He loves sad oh, ending. Uh, to oh, it. Uh, sad, but but also. Um, I don't know. It's it's a heartwarming. Right. Deal. Let me get, let me ask you I, it's one, worth man. the watch. I think. What about the Will Ferrell movie on Apple Plus? Have not. He's he's. Him and, uh, now, is that a show? Paul or? Rudd. Him and Paul Rudd. That's oh, a yeah, show. Oh, it's a show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Episodes every Friday. I think. Um, I watched one episode and it was kind of weird and I hadn't gone back. Okay. I've seen trailers for both. Last night, Paul Rudd's like a um, psychiatrist. There you go. Yeah. Well, I, or uh, uh, just a therapist, life coach, or something. Yeah. I don't and know. And he's helping out Will Ferrell, who seems to have he's taking over his dad's fabric shop that he's not running it very well and okay i think there's i mean it was kind of funny but i just mm-hmm. like maybe i just wasn't in the right mood for it okay um, probably won't go back yeah uh well terry and i uh after dinner last night we sat down and we attempted to start the tom hanks movie yeah and we got about three minutes in and wow that's all you give it well uh then it, we had we started having sons just crashing into oh, the okay. house, you know, coming in. We hey, had some distractions, you know, and yeah. so we kind of paused it. And then you know how sometimes if you'll pause, you know, your whatever device, your TV will eventually just go back to sleep and it's over. Uh, it turns itself off, yeah. and it did, and we never he never went back. But it it, it was him walking I in, liked and, it. and 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 then all of a sudden something startles him. And I'm like, okay, this looks halfway decent. I'm not sure about it. Yeah. I have no idea what I was getting into. At what, all. What was the movie where he was stranded and had the volleyball Wilson? Oh, yeah. The, what yeah, was it? Castaways. Yeah, Castaways. Yeah, cast is it like that in space it, or something? It's that. No, they're on Earth. Oh, they are? Okay. It's just a, the ozone has been affected, can't oh, breathe the air certain oh, times. Sure. and uh, okay. He builds a robot, mm-hmm. very short circuit-like. Remember that? Okay, yeah. Johnny yeah, Five. Classic. Yeah. And then there's a dog involved. Um, got a dog in there. But it's, I mean, it's a good story, and it's, yeah. you know, it's it's a little slow. Picks up. I feel like it picks up as the movie goes. Okay. All right. Well, I knew but that I you enjoyed guys it. probably. I know. watched it, and I was like, okay, it was a good movie. I'm still frustrated about Yellowstone, because if you miss it live, I, this is weird. So Paramount Plus doesn't have it. It's on Peacock, uh, but yet it's on the Paramount, Paramount channel. Is that right? Do I have that right? Yeah, it's on Paramount on TV. On- yeah, but Paramount Plus doesn't have it, which is strange. Uh, and it's but if you wanted to like see season four, you have to see it on the Peacock app. Is that right? I don't. I don't. Just Peacock. Stream? I, I don't know. That's that's kind of what. There's I, two Paramount thing. You told me one of them was old. Now, yeah, I can yeah, tell you, you, got, you got Paramount, which was the old, uh, like the old CBS All Access. Deal. I think that's where you find and it. And then and then Paramount Plus, which is. See, you know, because CBS, Viacom, or whatever owns that, so they own MTV and all this kind of stuff. So the Smithsonian Channel, uh, but apparently you don't get Paramount. Why is Paramount Peacock Plus. involved with this? I thought they were NBC. I know, I'm just so confusing. You got me. Oh my goodness. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us. A brand new hour has begun, and we start this hour with a national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming 
Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled play two. Uh, Will of Meat took a short week off last week, but it's back now. So it could spin at any time on the program, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, back this weekend. Uh, episode 104 uh, coming up this weekend. We'll talk about a very timely topic, uh, so catch that again. Uh, so let's get started uh, with this hour as Bubba and I join the guys and go forward. Speaking of course, uh, the Silver Tongue one. Man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master at a king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, and those taking new coaching jobs. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born this Christmas day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Act of Congress, uh, God rest ye, merry gentlemen. Merry Christmas, Bubba. You know I hate we're not having them in this year. They, they always did a great well, job. They're, they're, you know, you, you saw what Adler told us yesterday, Michael Adler, uh, or Thor. Uh, he said, look, even I had to go and record them. Yeah. 
You know, I, they're they're tough. They're a tough get right now. Yeah, it, it's tough out there, and you know, <laughs> it's hard. Uh, I, I guess you saw all the figures that were out yesterday. The number of people struggling with depression and everything, and I, you know, I don't know why it would be that way when you know every time you turn on the news, you think you're about to die. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I, I'm not participating anymore. Um, I certainly, yeah. I certainly understand the deal, and uh, there's there's so many. It's so difficult to to nail down, you know. Like I say, once it becomes, you know, preferred science, I think the same thing about the state of the, of the um, of the the Earth and all this climate stuff. At one time, I was listening, and then you started realizing, okay, this is this is less the left the realm of us as as human beings trying to figure out, you know, kind of what's going on with our environment. Now it's just turned into a bunch of tribes, and unfortunately, uh, because uh, you know, when it comes to our health. Uh, you'd like to be able to sit down and say, I'd like to hear some people be unbiased and just tell me what's going on. And, and that's kind of left the building. And there just comes a point where my quality of life and my, and my mental state, uh, is more important. And I just say, you know what? I'm done with it. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just, I'm moving on and I've got things in my life that are much more pressing than that. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, uh, they're very real. And they need to be dealt with, and you know the things that I know are one hundred percent true are plenty for me to deal with. Um, our routine for many, many years that Betty and I have been married revolved around five o'clock news, five thirty news, dinner time, you know all that. And uh, it, for a while, it was almost a comedy act. You know, we'd go, well, let's see what kind of breaking right. news we've got today, what right. kind of despair and tragedy. And, uh, you know, we've just kind of made a swing off of some of that lately. Just, uh, I mean, the Hallmark movies, you know, you got to go yep. where you, you, you know, I know that, that the main couple is not going to communicate well, even right. though they like each other. Right. And I know they're finally going to kiss with a minute and 30 seconds left in the show yep. and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. And they're going to get together to big town, whatever it is, Christmas tree lighting party, what the plot is about paper thin got that got but you know what it's just fun to watch as opposed to some of this sideshow stuff if it ain't the the cuomo brothers lying to everybody no, it's yes. uh it's fauci and uh you know the guy's got so much personal interest in all this you can't trust a word he's saying uh-huh. obviously he's been wrong before he hasn't been forthcoming so you know i i don't know and then you've got this this joke that we've got in the government now it's just it's uh-huh. like a, it's like watching a clown show yeah, Sherry and I, it's funny you said that. We haven't done the Hallmark thing, but it's our own version of it. Sherry and I were laughing. I don't think Sherry and I have watched anything on the television in the last month that was made after 1945. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's another There's another channel. That's good. I mean, there's another channel and I can't think of the name of it right now, but it was uh it was somebody in that Hallmark group that broke off. Mm-hmm. To get away from some of the political correctness yeah. they were doing, right. it's Great American GA. Some, some, you guys will know who yeah. I'm talking. I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, you know we were watching it, and it's you know it's it's not the deepest twist of plots, mm-hmm. uh, but you know what? It's just it's kind of fun TV to watch, and mm-hmm. you know this other thing. I'm just kind of I feel like I'm on the uh, you know like a uh, you, you know one of those weird houses where the mirrors are all mm-hmm. you know distorted yeah a fun house kind of thing yeah. I'm, I'm just tired of being yeah. a rat in the fun house maze you, you know? know what else i feel like i feel like that i'm i'm visiting because i'm forced to but i don't have to and i'm speaking about our society and our government right now and in our 
media. It's like I've been forced to go to some dysfunctional family's Thanksgiving gathering, and I'm sitting there, and I'm saying, I can only hear y'all screaming at each other for so long. Uh, all, I, all I'm thinking in myself is I'd like to get back in my truck and drive yeah. away, yeah. away oh, from I here. I know. So anyway, so so I think, and, and look, let me say this, because I don't, I don't want you to go, well, I do think that this show, and it's one of the reasons that I like doing what we do, and we've talked about this, is the variety of it. I do believe this show that there's times, there have been times in our history that it was absolutely appropriate to be serious on the show and talk about things that, that are of great importance. And we still do that from time to time. But I do feel like now more than ever, for what you said, Bubba, just for the, um, I think people desperately need, I'm not necessarily saying happiness because that's a weak emotion that can be ruined by traffic or my order's wrong. <laughs> I'm talking about, but I do think the people need joy. Yeah, yeah. And, right. and when you think about what, what's happening during this season, uh, and as Jesus told us over and over and over again, because of what God did that we couldn't do, no matter what the situation, we should be joyful. I didn't say happy, but joyful. And uh, and so I, why don't we there, – there is much to celebrate because at the end of it all, that is going to – that what God has done won't change no matter what's going on politically, what's going on with viruses, what's going on with economies, what's going on with wars. That's not going to change. That that truth stands, and that has been done. Not 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 it's g- getting it's going to be. We're doing it's done. It's finished, mm-hmm. and uh, and so uh, we need to to remember that. And as long as we have that, um, everything that you think you is so so daunting really has already been overcome. And you know, it, so, so it, that's the good news. Yeah, of the deal. yeah, you know, that's right. To live is to find joy in what we're called to do, and. When it all ends or he returns, it means to be in his presence and all the things you don't like about this place being gone anyway. Quit trying to steal my joy. <laughs> mine mine is, is it's impossible to grab it. I've got a security system on it and you can't get it. Yeah. You know, 16 minutes past, more Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson-Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org slash chosen. Twenty-two minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Looking forward to chatting with you today. All right, so as uh, we work our, our way back, can I ask an uncomfortable question? Yeah, go ahead. I'm you, ready. You know, we're we're in a, a little bit of a chaotic state here at the Broadcast Plaza in Teleport. Cause Seems we're, like we're matching the world. Yeah, we're moving, and boy, this moving process. I'm just looking in this room, the number of things. Uh, and you know, various. You know, we're, we're breaking our offices down. 
we're, you heard that in the kickoff hour. I did that yesterday. Yesterday was the first day that I actually started packing my office to leave uh, since we're 16 days from needing to be packed. But anyway, so um, do we have 12 gifts? We're pretty close. Because I, I, I know we're, we're starting the 12 working days of yeah. Christmas on Thursday. We're pretty but, close but, to 12 working days but, of Christmas. Do we have 12? Oh, we, we're probably stomping all over it. So, what, we're at 10 maybe? No, I think. What do we got in here? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine. We got one for 10. And then I've got uh, some gift cards that could be uh, okay. the, the other difference. And I'm getting closure on this. This yeah. could be. And I've got a few more, things yeah. in my office, too. Right, right. Yeah, that's that we funny. can give away. That's, that's what I'm saying. We pretty much yeah. have 12. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I knew because of, you know, the economy was so disastrous and, and you know, it was a rough year on everybody. We didn't know if we could do 12. Right. Yeah. I've got a yeah. Dale Earnhardt Jr. hat signed. That I could throw in there for somebody. Yeah, I found Greg s- doesn't want it for some reason. Yeah, I found myself I ain't into sign stuff. How about this? I found myself <laughs> pictured with people yesterday in drawers of pictures. I don't know who they are, but I seem excited about getting my picture made with them at the time. Right. But I don't yeah. know who they are. Yeah. And I tried to read their autograph on it. And I can't make it out. Uh, all right, so um, yeah, I've got a bunch of signed tennis balls. I can't tell who. They are. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Brian Kelly, I know we talked about this a little bit in the kickoff hour. Uh, let's listen to Brian Kelly when somebody asked him if he would take the USC job. Now, that's what that they're asking about here. Uh, we think, and we're all pretty much confirmed, that he has taken the LSU job. But this is him uh, when he was asked if he would leave Notre Dame for, for USC, and, and here it is. But uh, he keeps bringing up every week that USC should, should look into Brian Kelly coming out there. What's your perspective on that? You know, it's interesting. You know, where, where your name is brought up is where they probably want you to look so you're not looking where you should be looking. Um, so true. It's just smokescreen. It's just, you know. Oh, wow. This time of the year where, you know, throw names out there so people don't look where they're supposed to look. Other than retiring from your current profession, <coughs> could you see yourself leaving Notre Dame of your own volition? Listen. No. No. I mean, look – I think Mike Tomlin had the best line, right? You know, um, unless uh, unless that uh, that fairy godmother comes by with that, you know, two hundred fifty million dollar check, I'd my wife would want to take a look at it first. I'd have to run it by her. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, so that so remember seven days, seven days, seven days. And then his agent called and said, "Hey, coach, uh, <laughs> LSU wants you." And guys, I'm no FBI, you know. Profile right. on people who's lying, but that no was not a very strong no. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, mm-hmm. I, I thought the Lincoln Riley denial that he was going to LSU was a good one because yeah. he was very clear. Yeah. I am not going to be the coach at LSU. Well, here's what here's <laughs> he what, was right. Here's what makes that audio clip uh, and video so intriguing. You know, he la- the the question that he just answered about the fairy godmother was not directed at USC. Mm-mm. Do you see yourself ever leaving Notre Dame right. of your own choice? Right. And that's so really that does deal with the LSU deal because it's it's leaving Notre Dame. Period. Mm-hmm. And he of, here's one thing: yeah, that, this coaching move we're calling from Saint to Sinners. Yeah, well, <laughs> right. The boy. Yeah, that's but, funny. Go, going back to going back to this again, and we've said this for years. Okay, coaches don't tell the truth. Well, they can't when, to some when, degree. When, when, I don't know because, it, but they're kind of in a tight <laughs> because if they say what they should say, which is truthful, I'm not going to talk about any of that because I mean uh, we got games to win and I got games to coach. I have no comment on any of that. He's leaving. 
Yeah, but then if you come back and say you're not leaving, and then you do, they, everybody does too. What we just did. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, so but when, but I guess this is what we need to know, regardless of why they're in this situation or how you feel about it. If your coach tells you he's not leaving, it means nothing. It means, no, the it, way it, you it, know he's not leaving is when he's still there. You're right. It means, <laughs> and we we could give you how many we could list. <laughs> oh, Rick, it's leave, a long, uh, long list. Not going anywhere. Pine box. No. Fairy sure. godmother. Yeah. You know all this kind of stuff. Uh, so Brian Kelly. So, so does that mean LSU is paying him two hundred fifty million? Is that That's the number he put on. And look, they got <laughs> a, <laughs> go Tigers. They go Tigers. And you know they also, you know, they dabble in all that black magic down there. Maybe they did send some kind of witch to him. Well, you know, uh, it's funny to me though because funny. Brian Kelly is such a laid back person. You you saw him there at his press conference versus Coach O who, you know, speaks the local dialect no, there in, in Louisiana. Um, it, it's just, it, of all people at LSU, I never pictured Brian Kelly. The coaching changes this year have been remarkable in where they're going because it just seems so strange. And you know who started all this was Texas and Oklahoma moving to the SEC. Yep. It's been You're crazy right. ever right. since. Yeah. First off, you have teams and conferences changing. Now you got coaches all over the place changing. This is great. Well, I think I do believe that um, that, and I heard Greg you say this, and I agree with you, baby brother. I agree. I think if I'm Brian Kelly, now you shouldn't have said what you said there, right? Because we're all going to play it like we're doing. Yeah. But but I do believe he's he ha, he do has. Do you think the opponents will play it? Yes, sure. In modern day football, in the modern era of Notre Dame, I think he's done all he can do there. Yeah. yeah. He's got them into the playoff, but they just never have enough horses. When they get to the playoff, they get right. embarrassed. Right. And uh, so if if you can get the horses at LSU, how long has he been yeah. there? Twelve years. Uh, mm, I don't yeah, know. Since, since, since twenty ten, the history of school, isn't he? Yeah, more than Era, Era Persiga. I think so. It's so funny those names when we well, were they, kids, and they won national championships. So, so when a we different world, then. different world. But when we come now, did they relax? We were talking about earlier. You remember they used to win red shirt. A lot of the academic things made it tough there too. And I don't know. I know they were saying rumor he wanted a football facility like everybody else has got, and they they hadn't. They said they were going to build it, and they haven't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I tell you why he's leaving is, is they've they've offered him we don't know it yet an incredible amount of money. And I got news for him. <laughs> hey, he can get any athlete he wants in at LSU. Yeah. I can promise. Let me tell you, if we're gonna come back and do this Lincoln Riley deal. Yeah. If this is straight up, wow, I would go coach USC tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you heard an offer you can't refuse. Yeah. yeah. And, and that would and, be one of them. And just hey, the, it made Jimbo Fisher's deal look like a, oh. a warm up. Yep. And that was the walking <laughs> ball for a while. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you got four losses. Yeah. It's played very well for a team that's got four losses. Yeah. Somebody says, hey, man, Los Angeles is modern day. I go live in third world Los Angeles for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> house they're going to put me in, I'll never know that world. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Thanks for being with us. Uh, you know, uh, all of uh, your health has a foundation, and that foundation is sleeping. Uh, do you get the amount of sleep and a good sleep so your body can repair itself and get ready for the next day? Uh, some of the reasons uh, that uh, that you don't get a good night's sleep, because you know they're, they're various, but one of them is really important. What kind of mattress are you sleeping on? Uh, what, what kind of mattress, uh, it, it go to helixsleep.com slash Bubba. That's helixsleep.com slash Bubba right now. 
Uh, it is the most awarded mattress brand in 2021. It comes from a company that we've already been dealing with. You know, we talk about all form furniture, same bunch. Uh, this comes uh, from our friends in North Carolina. Uh, they, 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 you know, they do such good quality work there. And then what they want you to do is tell them how you prefer to sleep. Do you sleep on your side, on your back, on your stomach? Do you like, uh, you know, you like a soft mattress? You like a firm mattress? Uh, medium, somewhere, something, you know. And then uh, you tell them that. Uh, they design the mattress for you. They ship it to your door. Uh, you get to sleep on it for a hundred nights before you decide to keep it. And because you're watching this show, listening to this show, uh, helixsleep.com slash Bubba saves you $200. Helixsleep.com slash Bubba. Ten-year warranty comes with it. And, Greg, I know you and Lisa are loving yours. Yes, it's so comfortable. Like I say, custom-made. hundred nights. If you don't like it, send it back. But I promise you, you're not going to send it back. Helixsleep.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. All right, so uh, the the coaching changes are rolling. Uh, we just watched TCU <laughs> land their new coach yeah, on yeah, the field in a helicopter. Yeah, Sonny Dykes, mm. they land on the field in a helicopter. I mean, it's a presentation well, it's now. Which means on. now SMU is open as well. No, no, right. no, 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 it's Field. Right. Lashley. Lashley. Lashley got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's already hired. Didn't take long. How about that? Former OC at Auburn yeah. and Miami, and uh, he was at SMU Good for, for a him. while. UConn, didn't he go to UConn? Yeah, he was UConn as head coach, I think, for about a month or something. It was remember. weird. But so, anyway, he's there now, So and well-respected guy. All right, so Lincoln Riley, as we already told you, is yeah. heading to USC. But then the details – <laughs> of the contract are coming out. Now, look, we don't know. Now, Rick, this is from uh, a guy who has uh, put this on the Internet, and it uh, it initially came from Robert Hefner V, and I don't know who that is. Yes, who Hefner. Anybody know? Well, I don't know. No. Um, but he is reporting Lincoln Riley, Rick, $110 million. For One how many ten. Years? One ten. Ten years? Uh, I don't know. No. I don't know. $110 million. Mm. Uh, USC's buying both his homes in Norman, so he has two there, for half a million dollars over the asking price, making that a $1 million bonus, Right, if that's true. Uh, buying him a $6 million. They're paying for a $6 million home in L.A. for him, and he and his family have unlimited private jet access 24-7 to, to the – Wow. Now – So that would be uh, – I guess for his flat-out salary, that would be the top dog, right? That's, now, just uh, think, you go into coaching and you think, man, I, I'm, I'm coaching ball. And you never imagine in your wildest dreams. No. no. That, that, well, I mean, that is amazing. For a coach, the win doesn't really come on the field. The wins come when you sign the deal. And then you hope to win, but you sign the deal, so you're, 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 you're done anyway. And as we've said, probably the first time we really noticed it was when Ray Goff had been fired at Georgia, but – he didn't seem to be too tore up about it as he gave interviews on the porch of his yeah. farm with a beautiful lake behind him. <laughs> well, one of the, one of the, and he's talking about how put out he is with not being on the road all the time now. Yeah. But 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 I but I'm looking back and and I go back to Alabama's hire of Nick Saban. And what's happening here, and of course we're gonna tie that into this other story involving Jacksonville State today, but what what happened was somebody finally said, Look, let's just let's just pay what we gotta pay and go get the guy that we think can do it. And, and so that kind of set the precedent that every now and then, if you get tired of losing, you just say, we're going to write whatever check we got to write to get fill in the blank. And, now, and now are think, these people worth it? Nick Saban has been worth it 100%. Yeah, yeah according oh, to the president of the university, says the best investment they ever made. Yeah, they've, yeah. Made, they've made money on that. 
I think one of the things, too, not only the money, but it's control in what you're doing. And, and, you know, Saban was famous for declaring he had to have absolute control, which was not easy for some people at Alabama to give up who had been there for a long time and like to, you know, dictate things. And there's other schools. That's why that, it took them so that, long to get it right. Right. Mm-hmm. That have not successfully ever, ever crossed that bridge. Well, that, that, no, they <laughs> haven't. You make a point that I wanted to make before we move on. The university, to get the coach that they think will get it done, and then you have to see if that really is true, it's more than just you got to pay them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And you need to listen to the point that Greg and Bub and the guys have been making. Nick Saban also said, I must have control of the program. Mm-hmm. And the way things have been done here in the past are not going to be done that way anymore. You also have to be willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times lot the of coach money. is not just the problem. The players are not just a problem. The university itself is the problem. And, uh, and you may have to correct some things on the way things are done from that standpoint as well if you want to get long-term uh, runs for championships going. Now, are these coaches that we're talking about today worth what they're getting paid? We have no idea. Nick Saban was. W- will these guys be worth it? We'll see. Jury is still out, so right. to speak. Uh, so it's uh, it, it'll be uh, a difficult deal. So Well, you know, USC has historically been – one of the top programs in the country. They've won a lot of national championships, and they've been down a long time. And it uh, looks like they just got tired of being a doormat. We'll see. Uh, you know, sometimes – you better pan out. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of money. A lot of pressure comes with that big south. Well, you, we were talking about it, and I know you all referred to it this morning, the splash hires. Lincoln Riley to USC for those kind of numbers is a splash. And can he keep the kids in L.A. from leaving? Uh, from Southern California, like, uh, say, Alabama's quarterback now, was committed to USC, left and committed to Alabama. Worked out good for him and the school so far. Uh, but can you keep those kids, that type of athlete, in, in Southern California and put them in a Trojan uniform? And if you think about it, the Reggie Bush stuff and all that, ever since they get hit with them sanctions, that I mean, it killed them. Yeah, they're, they they're still not over it. Right. They, they, them coming over sanctions. Because they were owning it up to that point. But, oh, yeah. you, but you know what? They have not been able to overcome their problems, but Penn State did. Yeah. And Penn State had big problems. They did. I Quickly, mean, too. I mean, yeah. be done. real quick. I mean, yeah. big problems. Yeah. And now they're not winning championships, but we thought they were going to go away for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in the hunt, and we didn't think they'd be anywhere near the hunt for, for maybe a decade. Yeah. Uh, so that, Well, you know, Penn State's problem was dark. Yeah, and it was, uh, yeah, it was and it was evil, but it was maybe uh, what am I trying to say? Restricted to a small I'll person. In other words, it it was a cancer, but it was a it was just it was one area. They were able to clean it out and go. USC's problem may be wider historically. Yeah, a lot but, of people involved. A lot of yeah. Will this help to to fix their? They're eels. Yeah, well, the problem is, and you, y'all have touched on it, USC, that, that logo and that uniform does not hold the prestige it once did. No. Pete Carroll, when he was there, remember they, my oh, goodness, yeah. they yeah. were, and of course, obviously, before that, when we were growing up, they were oh, yeah. power. Pat Hayden mm-hmm. and but again, Davis and Charles yeah. White and all those guys. But even yeah. in modern time, though, yeah. the Pete Carroll era was yeah. dominant. But, but, but just as we saw at Alabama, when that mystique leaves, you can bring a coach that will bring it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Alabama was in the same place. Their, yeah. their their mystique was had really faded, uh, and then when Saban got there, he said, "You know, this place used to be feared, and it's going to be feared again." So that that's what that's what you hope will happen. Now, if you go back in history, some of y'all, by the way, are too young to remember this, and we're to this point. 
You're, you're too young to remember it. <laughs> We're the historians. Right. And uh, the, the, the person that Alabama wanted before they went to Nick Saban was Rich Rodriguez, who was the coach at Michigan at the time. No, right? he was the West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. And they wanted him at Alabama and thought they had him. And then there's all kinds of rumors about what happened that, you know, they. Yeah, he was their pick. And yeah. mm-hmm. some say his wife got here and heard talk uh, sports radio and way fans act about Auburn, Alabama, and she says, we got to get out of here, you know, or whatever. And, and, I, and I know some people do get here and go, this is so toxic, I don't want to be here. And if you look at Harson's face, he may have that attitude. <laughs> but anyway, he's got that look on his face like, I don't know, this is worth it. Anybody want to go back to Washington? Yeah, from, from quality of life standpoint. But anyway, I don't know what the real rumor, what, what the truth of that was, but he didn't take the job. He didn't, right. And they were ready to announce him as the coach. That's yeah. I mean, it was the rumors. The rumors that he was still in the NFL. Yeah, the rumors at that point were it was a done deal, and it changed at the last minute. There was a bailout of it. And when he bailed, when he bailed, Alabama was like, "By golly, we're (laughs) we're going to get Saban," and they did. So Alabama fans can thank Rich Rod, Rich Rod, or his wife for for leaving. Well, yesterday we get this announcement that Jacksonville State University has hired Rich Rod. Exactly. Will be announced today at a press conference. Right. Yeah. As they go into Conference USA, and what? When does that start? Twenty uh, three. Yeah. I, I, I would say. Uh, Are they on pre- probation pretty, for a year first? A pretty no, I don't think mm-hmm. so. A pretty big splash hire for Jack State. Yeah, and uh, because you're you're making national news with that, and I, you know, that's what you have to do to, right. to turn yeah. recruits' heads to say, yeah, okay, well, and, then, I'll, then I'll take their call now. And that's somebody I'd forgotten about. I, had to, I mean, yeah. Louisiana, well, you know, Monroe, why? because OC. he was yeah. there as yeah. a coordinator. With but, Terry. But you, that's why you uh, forgot about him. He was down there with little Terry. <laughs> you know, yeah. The, yeah, the job he did at West Virginia was. I mean, he had him finishing in the top. I don't know. It was top five or top ten. Three years in a row yeah, before he, he took the Michigan job. Guys, he Michigan. did so well at West Virginia that Alabama said, we want him to be our next guy, and then Michigan said, we want him to be our next guy. <laughs> yeah. And did he just briefly have some success at Arizona? Briefly. Not a yeah. lot. Well, he was know. there for uh, five how years. many years? Yeah, but I think he had a decent season yeah. or two. Yeah. And and the reason why when you brought up Harson, I said Washington is because that's been the big rumor too. Is that he's didn't leaving. they fail their job too? Yeah, I think so. So I mean that's that was a rumor for weeks. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but you you remember Richrod was kind of an offensive innovator at the time too at West Virginia. Oh, yeah, right. They went to that that three step throw the ball yeah. offense where you couldn't get a pass rush on anybody, and it's very similar to what Clemson does now. 14 minutes to the top of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. So there's kind of some of your, your coaching things that are going on. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Release the people. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Whatever you want to talk about, you can talk about today. At 866-WE-BE-BIG, let's go. Long distance, directory assistance, every quote to Everything you want to discuss, bring it in here. Uh, you can talk about what you've heard us chat about today. You can bring up your own topic. You can ask your own question. Uh, whatever you would like to talk about, you certainly can. Uh, by dialing us right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. All ten lines have been made available to you. So we'll be. it'll be easy to get through. And the fact that we're going troll form, you shouldn't have to stand in line very long. Uh, gave you a warning, want to alert you. Gave you a warning, wanted to alert you. Two things. Spatulas are sold out. 
at rickandbubba.com under the store, and they will not be replaced until January. Oh, Dang wow. It. So uh, you can't get Hello. any more. So the, I, the, we told you they were going to be items because of all the shipping problems that would run out this year at the Rick and Bubba store. So if you if you ordered a spatula, it's gone on back order, and you're not going to get it before Christmas if you get if you ordered you know after they've already been sold out. But you would have got an email saying they were sold out. So that that item is gone, and there's other items that you know if they, if we run out this time, we just do not have the time to replace them. So sorry about that. Uh, it's also Giving Tuesday, so uh, uh, we'll we'll give you some opportunities today on the program uh, for those that may be thinking about here at the end of the year some things you would like to support. Uh, we'll talk about one coming up a little bit later on, the Let's See 43 Foundation that we've partnered with for the last several years. Also, of course, you have the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. That's available at BurgessMinistries.com. You'll see a Give button there if, uh, if, uh, if you so desire. Certainly that's available to you as well. And uh, there's so many out there. So uh, remember Giving Tuesday today. A lot of these uh, charities and ministries, this is uh, this is a big day for them. So you pray about where you need to be uh, partnering and and go and don't forget to do that today uh, or this week. So let's go to Mike in Huntsville. Mike, uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. You got 30 seconds, buddy. Go ahead. Hey guys, uh, what do you think uh, the chances are that Auburn may end up with Dan Ballin as offensive coordinator? Gosh, I don't know. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't give any odds on that. I, I do not know. But they have uh, made that slot available. Bobo out. Uh, uh, well, he's he's been quite the, uh, yeah. the nomad, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, in the SEC. He's but, seen a few places. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. so, uh, yeah, that is available. Would Mullen do it, though? I don't know. I don't know how much money he walked away with at Florida. OC job pays pretty good. Uh, and does he want to do that, though? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, let's go to Casey. Uh, and trustful 104.7 WZZK. Casey, go ahead. Hey, why are we changing studios, and are you also changing your home station in Birmingham? No, the, everything as far as being on the radio in Birmingham will stay the same. No change there. Uh, all, uh, all we're doing is moving across town to another location because um, the the lease and everything here, uh, when we were negotiating the next round of our partnership, uh, there was a desire for the company that we uh, partner with uh, to move us to a studio that they would provide, uh, and uh, so uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, but nothing's changing as far as where you'll find us in Birmingham. Or the company yeah. or the flagship. No, yeah, we're still with the same company. We re-up with them for three more years. Uh, part of that was, you know, this, this studio is old. It's, uh, the equipment is outdated. Uh, it all needs to be replaced, and so since it was time for all that, uh, it was the desire of our of our broadcast partner that we go to a location that they were designing uh, that would work better for them, uh, and we kind of uh, compromised on that in the negotiations. and And it's it's going to be great. We're, yeah. we're I mean we're looking yeah. forward to it. It's a hassle to move. Yeah. But oh, gosh, but but, but, but for but for those of you that that listen to the show in Birmingham, you'll never know the difference hmm. until we're waiting on some of the equipment to solidify and we go <laughs> off there a few times. But other uh, than that, but uh, but that'll affect yeah. the whole network. So everybody get to join in on that. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, and, and look. We've been in this studio fourteen years. Uh, yeah. That's a long time yeah, in a studio. Yeah. And um, this is, uh, you know, just really needed to happen. So yep. uh, we're excited about it. It's like you said, the movie. Yeah. Because I've had a couple of moves lately. I'm just yeah. so moved out. Yeah. Know? Oh, I know. Yeah. We no just pun intended. Yeah. I know you went through it with your mom and whatever. We just moved our parents from a house they've been in for 36 years. Yeah. And just. And now we're going to move this. Farm mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's go to Chris in Montgomery. Chris, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. 
morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Um, I, I wanted to get your opinion about the Clay Maxwell trial. I understand that the lead prosecutor is James, James Comey's daughter, and also that they've not called witnesses that name names of the elite, and they also are not allowing any media in the trial. I just wanted to see what your opinion was on those, those matters. Which trial is it? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the first part. It's just Clay Maxwell trial. It started on Monday. Jeffrey Epstein's. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I have a even. Well, been, you know that yeah. that whole thing has been real weird from the beginning. So yeah. I, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. It, it's what you goes. You have to listen to what Bob and I said at the top of the hour. He's watching Hallmark movies, and I'm watching no movie that was made after 1945. <laughs> so, I, I do know this. Yeah. The, the you know she is being prosecuted for all this that was going on with Epstein. The defense yeah. is saying. Look, you, you're just trying to make her a scapegoat because right. you don't have Epstein to prosecute. Right. And her involvement in this was limited. There's other people saying, oh, no, she was the, she was, uh, the fisherman for him. So we'll see. Whoever that is, they're not wearing their mask right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lynn uh, in Wetumpka. Lynn, go ahead. 30 seconds. How are you? Hey, good morning. How are y'all? We're good. great. How are I'm, you? I'm good. Here's what I figured y'all need to do. On the wheel, y'all have Chord Buddy. Y'all need to have on there Drum Lessons by Greg Burgess, Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> um, speaking of that, I need something from you today. Me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ask me in the break. Uh, but, yeah, but we couldn't get Greg to do it. He no. won't go over nobody's house. No. Joe in Alabama. Joe, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it? Good morning, fellas. Hey, hey buddy. Hey, uh. Hypothetical situation: If Coach Saban ever does retire, and they hire Coach Kiffin, and uh, he's successful against Auburn, LSU, and all the rivals, can you imagine the Twitter gold that's going to come mm. out of that? The Twitter gold. <laughs> yeah, his his tweets that he puts out. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it'd be like you know, it's like let's be honest. We thought we were going to miss. We wouldn't miss Trump, but we kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we kind of miss what he what he put on Twitter lately. But I'm sure he's still out there. I just hadn't seen any of it. Now, I, th- I thought yeah. Davo Sweeney had already been crowned the next uh, Nick Saban. I don't know. I Y'all, don't, he's it, going to Oklahoma here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that'd be one step, wouldn't it? One step away, get back since Oklahoma's coming in the conference. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Top of the hour. Uh, much more to cover uh, as the program continues. Uh, also, don't forget, as I told you, if you're shopping the Rick and Bubba store with the shipping stuff, get it done. And spatulas are now sold out. Uh, but there's plenty of great gift ideas, including our new CD. It's there. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thank you so much for watching the the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, you, you heard Bubba and I talking about on the program today that, you know, you, you just keep looking at the headlines and you keep looking at the state of the economy. And, and it really, it can cause you to, uh, to get down, get a little anxious. Uh, inflation uh, is running hot. Uh, if uh, all these spending deals go through, uh, it's probably going to get only worse. Uh, another massive spending plan. So, if if uh, if you are in the real world and you know, like we do, that money does not grow on trees, uh, and you're bothered by the impact uh, on this additional spending and what's going to happen with the already very high inflation, well, then you need to protect your savings now. You need to diversify your savings into physical gold and silver. And we would suggest that you work with the folks at Birch Gold Group. Now, Birch Gold Group is the company uh, for precious metals that we would recommend. Uh, They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They have countless five-star reviews and also thousands of satisfied customers that you can talk to and you can get their own experience. 
they can help you protect your hard-earned savings. And I know you're concerned about those right now. Did you know this? Uh, There's a little-known section of the IRS code that you could legally move your IRA or a 401K into precious metals. You could do that. There'll be no tax implications or penalties. Now, if you want to get started on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, well, then why don't you take this free kit that we have, and here's all you have to do. Uh, It comes to you from Birch Gold. You text the word Rick Bubba. Put that together, all one word, Rick Bubba. And here's where you're going to text it, 989-898-989-898, and you'll get this comprehensive 20-page kit, and it'll show you how gold and silver can protect your savings. Uh, there's zero cost, zero obligation. You just request the info and then it comes to you and you make your own decision. Okay. Uh, so text Rick Bubba, put it all together to nine, eight, nine, eight, nine, eight and get help from Birch gold. And there were in the same country shepherds. Abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Seven minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Merry Christmas. From the broadcast plaza and teleport and the old, the old gray... Was it the old, old gray horse, old gray mare? Is that what you say? Ain't what she used to be. Old gray mare ain't what she used to be. She's limping on in. You've served us well. You've served us well, Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Very few days left. Very few days. Uh, as a matter of fact, as of Thursday, the final 12 days in this studio, 12 working days of Christmas starts on Thursday uh, with the first gift of Christmas, and it might as well go to you. Uh, looking around, kicking the old tires, Walking through the halls, so many memories here. Yeah, uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler here, and welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, thank you. Glad to be here, and thank all of you for sharing a few hours with us each and every day. Bubba, you know we we talked about um, the the going through the the wonderful time of year, Thanksgiving, which uh, as I called up the war- called the warm up act. It's a great warm up act. Mm-hmm. I love that band. Yeah. Uh, but now it's time for the headliner, and um, it, it, the timing could not have been better. Because you know uh, Thanksgiving ended yesterday was the Monday after Thanksgiving, and uh, and and I watched. You could almost sense uh, up and down my street people beginning to look toward my house. Rick, when will when will y'all do it? Where, where, <laughs> yeah. we, at? When, where when, are we at? When will you turn them on? And uh, last night I was able to walk out uh, in my driveway and turn around. And hmm. look at the house. That's pretty, Rick. And we said, "Go, man." That's nice. And look we, at that. And we illuminate. Y'all have a drum roll. <laughs> well, I I said the term right there that was on my Instagram today. Release the Christmas spirit. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, uh, boy, the comments were precious. Yeah. That's why yeah. my lights dimmed last right. night. Right. Of course, you know, with, with, <laughs> with the and and you could just feel the crest go. Now everything's okay. Yeah. 
You know, when, when will it happen? <laughs> and, you know, the crest was trying. You know, they, they, well, I saw some things popping up and down. You know, Christmas Rhonda's not there anymore. Yeah. She sold her house. She's moved to the lake. And uh, so, and the people who took over her house, they're doing, they're doing an okay job. I mean, they're, they don't, they're not, they putting, don't have live camels. No, they, they're not putting in that <laughs> effort of Christmas Rhonda. Uh, you know, if the, uh, so, Mama, why is the lights flickering? Yeah. Well, so we, so we, uh, we, <laughs> hey, we cranked that baby up last night. Uh, you know, the, the, now, do you leave those lights up? Or do they just install them, take them down? That company. Oh yeah, they they install them, then they come get them, take them back, put them back in storage, and bring them back. It's it's the ultimate turnkey deal. Now I will say this: <laughs> watching them walk around on on that, the way those you know when that house was built, the way they did the roofs and everything was amazing. Yeah. Watching them there, yeah, to make you nervous. Yeah, it makes me nervous. Yeah, and, um, got insurance. Yeah, and uh, but but I will say this: when I went out to say release the Christmas spirit because I was celebrating with them. I quickly had to move to the term Feliz Navidad. <laughs> uh, and then they, all of a sudden, then yeah. everybody came alive. Yeah, they perked I, I was up. I was saying things. I was like, well, I'm not getting much. And I went, okay. Feliz Navidad. Yeah. And you then, know, then they started uh, celebrating okay. with me. Okay. Yeah. As much as I, it right yes. <laughs> as much as I like the outline of your house, to me, I love when they do the, is it a tree or a bush they've got oh, there yes, that's lit up yeah. with it, something on every, yeah. the, your two little trees there? Yeah. And how do you, uh, how do you like lining the driveway there? How yeah, you like I, I good like there that, too. but I mean. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you don't want to roll in the grass. That would never make trees. it because we would we would crush them yeah. rolling off the driveway. My family always oh, seems oh, yeah, to yeah. get into yeah. where well, the that, sprinkler heads are every year. Well, don't think that doesn't but, uh, happen. There's a little more around to the right that I couldn't get in the picture. Mm. Uh, but it, it just about the whole house is lit up. You know the way those it. trees are done. I wouldn't mind if mine were that that way year round. You know, I know. Me too. I love that. Me too. And uh, how bright is it inside, Rick? Can you tell the Good lights on oh, yeah. outside? Like yeah. Daytime. Yeah. My favorite thing is I is I is I is I shut the the bedroom window because our bedroom window faces out where the lights are. And I shut the window, and around the sides of the curtains, you just see light. Yeah, oh, kind of like you're sleeping in uh, with uh, the curtains. Yeah, closed. almost so, like if you pulled the yeah. curtain back, there would be standing an angel. So what telling is your, me, telling me that I need to get to a manger? What What is your schedule on uh, lights? Oh, lights another good off. question. How does that work? Yeah. We We come alive. Uh, we come alive at uh, four thirty, uh, and we roll to eleven. Yeah. Oh, That's eleven. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Late. Yeah. We We go to eleven. Oh wow. Yeah. Tough for me to sleep last night, first night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 11's like pretty late. time again. Well, you, people, I don't want to rob people. My, see, it's not about me. People want The lights are not just about me. It's yeah. about the people. Yeah, you don't want to rob that joy. Yeah, I no. can't take away that joy. Do you think people like know if they're late according to if your lights are on or not? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we had some people leave the crest, and some of them said they didn't realize how much it affected their eyesight. So yeah. they actually lived somewhere where that didn't. Yeah. I mean, they got they got they got so they could read again. Kenny that lived across yeah. the street and Kelly, they said it literally changed their life, and it would come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't go to sleep. Why? Burgess has got his lights on till eleven. Yes, uh, this. Uh, I mean, it's late, Rick. Eleven is not late. We think it's late. It's late to us. It's late to the senior citizens. But to normal people, it's actually not. Did I was thinking more like nine thirty. No, have you ever had those friends that start texting you like important things, like ten fifteen, and you're yeah. like, what, "What are they doing?" No, I don't. You know I don't what see them. You know what they're saying? We don't, we don't go to bed till like eleven. Really? Yeah. Y'all do that? I don't get up to seven. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, buddy. I found out if you'll go to bed at a normal time and get up at a normal time, you do feel different. You do. Right. It, yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, that, that time's about to come again. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, even over the four day weekend, I, I started finding my yeah, way back did, to it again. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I did too. That, that hurt a little bit. But so, I, yeah. you know, I was sleeping in like six. Right. Uh-uh. So, yeah, which is like lunch for most people. So, what, what can I tell you what was funny? And it all worked out fine. Is I came home just full of Christmas spirit because I saw that, that it, today was the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they were getting down to the end when I got home uh, about 
four thirty, and uh, they 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 were. I could tell it was almost done. I was all fired up. Have you ever like though? And it was funny because I had done something. I, I was in trouble with Sherry over something that I did that I forgot to do or whatever I did. And it was funny. I was trying to be in the Christmas spirit while being in trouble at the same time. Ooh, yes, and, and, and then I just started saying things like, let's just go out here and look at the lights. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, no, I can't believe it. And I said, well, you know what? That, how about this? What I, that was right. I didn't, I didn't, hey, let's go look at the lights. Well, you, let's just go stand and look at them. And uh, so, why didn't you scream? I went to an art thing this weekend. Give right. me a break. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Listen, we got, Sherry and I got to laughing, and I, I'll, we, I'll just, well, we got to laughing so hard because, you know, it was one of those little things. You know, there's there's wars, and then there's just little skirmishes. Yeah. And the skirmishes get resolved pretty quick. Yeah. And so we were sitting there, and we were laughing about the fact that we had a skirmish, and I was trying to bring her in front of the lights and all that. And I said, I don't know how to pass this on to young people to tell them the bizarreness of marriage. I said, but it's really hilarious how in, in two hours to 24 hours, that small a window, you can be in the best standing with a spouse, and and in and and just a few hours it can all come unraveled, and you start thinking about how in love you were just just a few hours ago. I mean, we were so in love that we were just I mean, we really were into each other. I mean, we were really really into each other, and then and then all of a sudden you're like the like worst person on the planet, and yeah, you, you know, yeah. and you're thinking these swings are really wild inside all yeah, this, they are. you know. And then Sherry started laughing. She goes, "Then you finally, if you're the person mad, you realize what are you going to do? They ain't going anywhere." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and and so. Uh, but we, we got to laughing about that. You know, there's some wild swings that happen inside there marriage. Is, that, 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 you know, you know, and, and like in a friendship, you would not. It would be such a severe turn. You wouldn't be friends with them anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? And in marriage, just kind of like, yeah. I, right now, you're really, really into me. And you think I'm the greatest thing on earth. But in just a few hours, I could be back in the doghouse. Well, think about yeah. this too. You, you you rotate friend groups. Right. Okay. You don't. You you have work friends. You have uh, maybe hunting friends. Mm-hmm. You have church friends, yeah. you know, on oh, different yeah. levels. Yeah. Uh, you may even have sports friends. Yeah. And you kind of rotate between right. or hobbies, you know, your ham radio buddies yeah. or whatever, you right. know. Yeah. And you don't spend every no. moment mm-hmm. with all of them. Right. And, you know, you start getting on each other's nerves. You kind of, you know, go each other's, go your separate ways. And yeah. then when you see them again, everything's yeah. fine. Right. And that may be yeah. A That's, day, three days, maybe two weeks, maybe a month. With guys, it could be ten years. Yeah, one hundred percent. Even matter. One hundred percent. And uh, but hey, your 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 marital situation yeah. is there all the time. Look, mm-hmm. I, let's be That's, honest. You brought up with those friend groups because some of those you keep doing the rest of your life. But when you think about sports, there were people that I thought, man, we were really tight. But when our kids graduated and sports was over, I never saw them again. Yeah, yeah. Or, it, or, or it, teams you know, that, play on the, you know, that friendship. Golfing buddies. That friendship was only tired to. Was only tied yeah. to that event, yeah. And once it went away, it's like, yeah. Eh. Uh, and, and it's not that there's anything happens. It's just like, but boy, yeah. but well, it, guys can you know we don't we don't say well we're separating, right? You know, but again, if your paths lead you in different ways, but you see them in fifteen years, you go, hey man, you pick right back up where you were. It's like nothing yeah. ever changed, right? Yeah. I mean, you go, well, yeah, I've, you know, I've one, one you know, I'm, I'm married to somebody different or whatever, right. or live right. somewhere, do something different, mm-hmm. but you're, you you basically have the same. Rel- now, I don't think the girls no. do that that no, well. No, they don't. No, <laughs> they, they don't. The guys are always like. No, that. I've I've actually seen women get mad at another woman because that woman hasn't making make hasn't made any time for them. Right. Then that woman makes time with them, and then they go to lunch with them. They get mad about what they talked about at lunch, and they realize now they don't even like them. Yeah. Yeah. I- <laughs> 
You know, I, I, I was saw, like, I thought you were mad because y'all weren't spending any time together yet. I, I saw somebody. <laughs> and then y'all finally spent time together and you're mad about the time y'all spent together. You know, I, I saw somebody from high school. You know, we sit down and it, it you know, it, it's Seconds of pop. If you want to get in, here we go. 30 seconds is king. And uh, when that old buzzer sounds, your time on the program is done. We get to the next caller, trying to get a lot of different thoughts, comments, questions on as quick as we can. Let's go to Danny. Danny, you got 30 seconds on the Rick and Bubba show. Go ahead. Morning, fellas. Dingo Danny here. Hey, I was getting yep. out of Frog Eye today, and I wanted to ask y'all what y'all's uh, top tier. Uh, Christmas song and what's your bottom tier Christmas song? Oh gosh, that's uh, my top tier. Uh, I love "Away in a Manger" by Kevin Derryberry. His version of it. It may be my uh, my favorite uh, Christmas song every year. Hey, have y'all I, ever listened to the "Oh Holy Night" by David Phelps? Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's very good. I you do. know, I, I grew up listening to Bean Crosby on that Decca label. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Any, yeah. Any of those it's songs? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I, I do love "Oh Holy Night." That is a great one. Least uh, favorite? Uh, least favorite? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I hate that song. I would have won. I hate it. Yeah, uh, I can't stand it. I figured it. you didn't like it, and I don't like uh, that George uh, Michael. Uh, Christmas song that people like. I hate that song. Oh yeah, um, but uh, 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 that one. Uh, but but the uh, what is it called? <laughs> I, I got you. Here, it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate it. Do you? Really? Yeah, I can't stand. I don't know. I can't think of the worst one. I don't like. I mean, no. all I want for Christmas is you all or I want something for Christmas. I hate that one too. It's Mariah. Is that Mariah? Yeah, I can't stand that song. Uh, so yeah, I don't think how you feel. Lauren Daigle singing Chris oh, Tomlin's um, that's good. Uh, "Come and See What God Has Done." Mm-hmm. That that's probably that's my number stuff. two. Uh, we continue. Christmas Rhonda checking in. Thirty seconds. Christmas Rhonda, go ahead. Time of year. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rick and Bubba. Merry Christmas. You too, Rhonda. How are you, Rhonda? I hope you're lighting up that lake. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Of course, you know I cried and cried for months having to leave that house. And the people, my real estate lady came to me and said, you're probably going to have to give me time out. My real estate lady came and said, you know, they want to buy, they want to go with the house, the Christmas tree in the foyer. Mm. And she said, I can't go ask Christmas Rhonda for that tree. Uh, 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 you wow. got it in. Y'all didn't give Rhonda a time out. Good gracious, man. I didn't know what You know the rule. I know. I mean, Rick, you can't ask for a when you say you probably need to give me a timeout, right? You're probably not going to get one. I know. Yeah, that's just that's classic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't so want know. That was a rookie mistake out of Rhonda. I, I, I had the know, timeout ready. Is, is Rhonda lighting the lake up? Is what I want to know. I, I, know. I mean, I heard you could see it from 63 Bridge. I don't know. If that's <laughs> <true or> <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, 30 seconds. Go. Hey, have you heard the, uh, about in Norway that they're saying Santa is gay? 
<laughs> no, I, I have not heard delivery. that. He's got a boyfriend. Instead of ho, 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 it's hey, hey, hey. I, you're kidding around, right? Are you just setting up a joke? I don't know. Scary. I think that was the joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. I lied. It's terrible. The delivery. Got delivery me. is what got me. It was me good. Too. It's awful. Yeah, it was. Uh, Romeo, Georgia, 30 <laughs> seconds. Go ahead. <laughs> What's up, Rick and Bubba? Hey, buddy. You following that, <laughs> Romeo? Good luck with that <laughs> one. What a second. I'm finally a winner again, man. I have won in pieces. I won the Rick and Bubba National Talent Search in Nashville, Tennessee, but I finally won the tournament in Biloxi, Mississippi. Okay. As you guys know, I finally won first prize, 25000 I mean, it had a million-dollar fishing tournament, but hey, it's like a million dollars. To a poor black man from Clear, Alabama, you know what I'm saying? So what? What How was it? Yeah, what tournament. were you competing in? <laughs> Blackjack tournament it had oh, to beat wow. about two thousand people out to win that thing. It's just really hard to win it. Wow. Well, okay. All right. So, so celebrate and win Blackjack. <laughs> Twenty-five grand. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> he finally won something. <laughs> uh, Be careful yeah. that tax bill. They'll <laughs> <laughs> find you. Great, Bubba. Christmas, Rhonda, look, it's 30 seconds. You can tell you ain't getting a timeout. You better get right to it. Oh, come on. Give me a timeout. Oh, anyway, the, the lady to come and ask me for my Christmas tree, and I said, well, okay. I even left them all the lights and expected them to really do it up good this year for me. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They did But I have to tell you, I would not leave my carolers. And when my husband went to go put him up at the <laughs> she still ain't answered if she's lighting up that lake. <laughs> I get it in. Well, I think we got the gist of it. Well, we're back she, to this now. The, 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 the buyer... Got her lights and and, Rick, and she just, took the carolers with her and she, and they did because I look she's they, gonna call back she's I mean, just move on I, hope so. I mean the house the house so. the house looks pretty but they didn't do it up like like Ron okay okay uh, let's go to Amber in Birmingham Amber go ahead hey good morning guys how are you good mm-hmm. good um, I was calling about the lady with the gay Santa in Norway I don't know if she was making a joke but it's an actual thing there's a commercial about I saw Daddy kissing Santa Claus and it's a whole thing and it shows them kissing. Mm. What happened to Mrs. Claus? Can't... <laughs> I have no idea. Your guess is as good as mine. This is good so... gracious alive. And, and you know what the thing about it is it's just not necessary. I mean it Santa Claus this is not that there's nothing everybody mm. can live out their life the way they want to live it. And this is not this is not even a demand that the the mm. LGBTQ community is even making. Right. I mean, we, we just fall all over ourselves and and turn things into the most patronizing, uh, insincere. Please don't think we're mean. None of this is sincere. Uh, overplay. It just anyway. All right, we'll get back. Eight six six. We be big is the number. It's uh, <laughs> bottom of the hour. <laughs> we, we will be back. The Rick and Bubba show continues. Oh my gosh, it, it, it looks like his boyfriend is Sulu from Star Trek. Rick, bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Uh, we make our way back. Do want to point you here. Come to more good ideas on gifts. Uh, how about a Cord Buddy? CordBuddy.com. Teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. I mean, we are closing in on Christmas right now. Do you have people on your Christmas list that have always wanted to play the guitar? Well, for less than 50 bucks, uh, they can learn from the system voted number one. It is a really cool invention. Uh, it will literally have you, your family, whoever gets it, uh, your friend, playing guitar the very first day. Uh, it just attaches to the neck of the guitar as training wheels connect to the wheels of a bicycle, and you press a button, it holds the cords for you, and let the strumming begin. Uh, it's creator, Travis Perry, has been on the show many times. You know, they make these in beautiful Dothan, Alabama. Uh, sure do. Got some great guitars, too, if you're looking for someone just to get them a guitar this Christmas. But go ahead and get them the whole package uh, from chordbuddy.com. Uh, and uh, they've got some special deals available at cordbuddy.com. You want to go check those out. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com. And, and you know what? Speaking yeah. of Cordbuddy, uh-huh. speaking uh-huh. of Cordbuddy, uh-huh. Cord it's time for your favorite part of the show. We call it It's a Country Song or a With the wildest wranglers this side of the Mason-Dixon, country boy Rick and his buddy, Bubba. Well, it's time for Country Song Ardain. A chord buddy is in play for if we get a winner, our first winner, if we get multiple winners, uh, the first winner gets a chord buddy. Uh, the entire package. Uh, how do you play Country Song Ardain for the newbies? Well, I'll tell you, newbies, uh, what's going to happen is Bill Bubba Bussy is going to read to you what is uh, potentially a title of a real country music song. What you have to decipher is whether Bubba's just making it up or it really is a country song. Now, Rick, we love our country music yes. listeners, but they'll be the very first ones to tell you, hey, we got some titles out there. Got mm-hmm. some titles out there, and uh, so <clears throat> just, just be aware, uh, because so it, we, we are talking about country, country music. So it may not be as easy as it sounds, and you got to get three of them correct in order to be deemed the winner. Okay, so let's uh, make sure i got all this ready to go here. Yeah, got it. All right, so let's, uh, let's start with Misty. Bubba, this may be Misty Payne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rick. Misty out of Alabama. Misty, how you doing? I'm good, you? Good, good, good. Doing great. Hope you're having a great holiday season. Are you ready to play Country Song or Name, Misty? I guess so. Do you know how to play? I believe so. All right, here we go. Title number one. Ain't no trash been in my trailer since the night I threw you out. Oh. Country Song or Name. I believe that one is. I'm sorry, oh. it is not. Come on. 
go take a seat. Good night. Man, let's go to Chad out of Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Chad, you ready to play country song, aren't you? I am. Here we go. Title number one. Don't kiss me there while I'm milking the cow. Yes. Country song, wow. it ain't. <laughs> it ain't. You are correct. It is not. All right. We got right. There's one. All right. So got to get three right to win the cord, buddy. Here we go. Title number two. Don't want that floozy in my jacuzzi. Country yeah. song or yeah, name. Yeah. It is. I am sorry. Oh, it is not. Oh, you got You know what? Uh-huh. You, ah! Wrapping up a little. You, you yeah. could, you could, you could almost hear the cockiness get in his voice after he got the first one. Oh. He got overconfident. He didn't yeah. stop and think. Yeah, most hitters do. Right? Yeah, I know you're right. Hey, Bussy's tough when he gets head in the cow. Oh, he, he, is. Is. he is. Jonathan, welcome to Rick and Bubba out of the capital of Alabama, Montgomery. Listening to I ninety two. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Right, Jonathan, look, I ninety two should have you ready to go on this. Are you ready? Here comes title number one. Fill up my propane tank with all your love. Country song or name? <laughs> Ooh, uh, it ain't. You are correct. <laughs> I thought that was Buck Owen. Are you ready? Here we go. <laughs> title number two. Let's don't go. don't cry on my shoulders because you're rusting my spurs. Country uh, song or name? Oh, it is. You are correct. It is. Mm. Jonathan, you realize you are standing on the cusp of a cord, buddy. If mm. you can get title number three, here it is. Everybody loves a nut. Country song or it ain't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I hope it's not. I'm sorry it is. <laughs> oh, Jonathan. And you can thank Johnny Cash for that. Johnny. Yeah. Oh, he pointed to the stand. Oh, he thought he got ahead in the camp. Thought he had it. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Lisa. Lisa is out of the free state of Florida. Lisa, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Are you ready to play country song or name? Let's go. All right, here we go. Title number one. Let's get married at 11 and honeymoon at noon. Oh. Country song or name? It is. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> Michael out of Gadsden, Alabama. Gadsden, Alabama. Are they proud of it, or do they do they live in shame where this show was formed twenty eight years ago in January? Michael, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Uh, Are you ready to play country song or name? Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Title number one. Her cheating heart made a drunken fool out of me. Oh. Country song or name? It is. You are correct. It is. Oh. All right, here we go. Come on, Michael. Get your feet in. Get them set. All right, title number two. I found the recipe for heartbreak in a cookbook on your shelf. Country song <laughs> or name? It ain't. You are correct. Oh, it's not. oh Michael. 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 <laughs> Boy, Michael, you, you, you're fouling them off straight back. All right, here we go. The all-important for the court, buddy, title number three. I could never forget you because I've tried. Country oh, song or name? Wow. It is. I'm sorry. Good night. You are kidding me. Gosh, y'all. Ha! Oh, my cow. He almost went back. I know. Did it. you see it? Anybody want a cord buddy for a stocking stuff? 
don't know if anybody can win it. Oh no. Here we go. <sighs> can Emily get it done? Emily, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Are you ready to play country song or name? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Title number one. If you were the only girl in the world, you'd probably be my sister. Country song or name? <laughs> it ain't. You are correct. That's All right. right. <laughs> All right. All right, Emily, here we go. Stay in there now. Here we go. Title number two. If only Peggy Sue knew what I'd been doing with you. Uh-oh. Country song Uh-oh. or name? All right. It is. I'm sorry. That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, when all else fails, you know what you do when you do <laughs> 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 it? a shoe. It threw a shoe. took a shoe off and threw it. When all else Quite fails. Quite the effort to get it off. And this is our, by the way, this, this is our last one. This is our last one. This is it. But wow. when all else fails, go to Tennessee. Okay. Marty is in Tennessee. <laughs> Marty, welcome to Country Song Ordained. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Mm. You, you know, goodbye was, was created in Tennessee. All right, here we go. T- title number one. Baked my sweetie a pie, but he left with a tart. Country song or day? <laughs> it is. You... No, I'm sorry. Oh, what? What? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> now he's got one shoe on this entire time. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's still on the show prep. That's it. Can't nobody touch it. Oh, no. No, no. 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 <laughs> no winners today. We'll keep Rick the corn buddy. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Merry Christmas. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. It's giving Giving Tuesday today. So if you've been thinking about um, some giving you want to do here at the end of the year, man, we have uh, presented so many great ministries and and charities to you over the year. Take your pick uh, and uh, think about on Giving Tuesday. Uh, maybe supporting some of these that we've talked about. And there's a, there's a lot of them. We'll introduce you to another one. Uh, we won't be introducing you to it. We've talked about this one for a few years, uh, coming up a little bit later on in the program. All right, so, uh, Bubba, we have a, a, a Tiger Woods update. Uh, I know that uh, the kickoff hour mentioned this. I've got yeah. a tiger by the tail that's plain to see. Let's go. I won't be much when you get through with me. Sing it, boys. Well, I'm a losing weight and a turning mighty tail. Looks like I got a tiger by the tail. Tiger Woods has had many great uh, comebacks. Uh, he he thinks it may be uh, those that keep looking at the current state of Tiger the golfer and maybe a little uh, delusional about how much he has to overcome 
uh, since uh, the wreck and and all of that. And, yeah, he's uh, lucky to be alive. Yeah, he really yeah. is. And so he is. Uh, it was opening up about the future, as far as him being in golf, his golf future. And uh, here's what he had to say. <clears throat> I can still maybe if my leg gets good enough, maybe click click off a tournament here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as climbing the mountain, get all the way to the top. I don't think that's a realistic expectation of me, but I think something that is realistic is playing the tour one day, never full-time ever again. Yeah, so that that's the comment everybody's really locking on. And, mm-hmm. and that kind of came out after video came out this weekend of him out hitting golf balls. So, yeah. you know, immediately the speculation was, hey, here comes Tiger. He's, he's training again. Yep, you know? he's training mm-hmm. again. <clears throat> so, uh, but he says that, that that's kind of delusional. Mm-hmm. And everybody needs to realize that uh, the best case scenario, he plays here or there, uh, but he certainly will not be a full time golfer anymore. Right. And um, and so um, that that's um, that's making big headlines today. And I don't um, uh, I don't I don't follow it. So, uh, but but to me that I'm glad that they. Well, he's a big name, and uh, you know, as Tiger goes, golf has gone to some large degree in the past, but. Um, you know, that video coming out gave everybody hope, but I think Tiger's trying to lower expectations now dramatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when he says kick off a tournament, what, what does he mean by that? You know, well, like you hit the first ball to oh, start the tournament yeah. or something. And oh. he also said, hey, look, I, I might be able to get to the point where I can pick and choose a, f- a few events a year and play around that, practice around that, gear yourself up, and and try to just focus on that one event versus the tour, which that's those days are over. Right. Full-time. Yeah, well, and <clears throat> so nobody sense. knows though. We don't know how his rehab's going to go long term. I mean, he may have make may, may bounce back, or he may have you know arthritis issues, and uh, you know be more affected by weather and travel, not be able to to do that. I think he's just lowering expectations at this point because nobody really knows. Now, I, I what's what's the what's the current name of the one? Is it the Champions Tours? I was called where you have the, mm-hmm. yeah. the older golfers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you see Birmingham? Do you see him getting to that? I, I didn't, uh, but. Now I do because he's 45 now. You got to be 50. And so the fact that he can't play at this level, the next five years of him trying to grind it and do this may go, you know what? I may not compete out here, but I still like to compete and I can compete there. Maybe. I don't know. You think he'll play the water very open? Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's off Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> water, I always bring it up every time yeah. we talk. The water very open. That's how you uh, qualify for the tour. Yeah, right? that, yeah, that's that face that Helmsley makes every time he's ready to talk seriously about golf and Greg throws that <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's, it's a great legs, question. Right? I know Gene, Gene Hallman yeah. in his office has got the calendar up there and he's been marking off Tiger till he gets well, to that's 50. What yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Well, he says he's enjoying right now through all this his watching his son Charlie play. Which you is, know, he's um, got a pretty good swing and sale. And he said, a lot of people think, oh, he's coming back. He goes, I'm not even halfway there. Yeah. He said, in my rehab, I got muscle development, nerve damage still. He's scared. I, he said, um, so until my leg gets stronger or something, I, I can't even think about. Now, how old is he now? 45. Okay, so he can't play, right? What? Can't what? play what? The champions. No, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, he's, he's got, got five years. He's got five years until that can even happen. Okay. So as he goes through this rehab, he may realize, mm. I can't. I can't compete with the Brooks Kepkas and the Dustin Johnsons of the world, yeah. but maybe when I turn fifty, I can go compete in some of these. You didn't mention Deschambeau, I noticed. Mm. No. How, how, how old? By Lewis? the way, did you see that? That happened while we were gone. Deschambeau and Brooks actually mm-hmm. played a match against each other. Phil Mickelson and Barkley commentated it. No, yeah. I did not see. Yeah, that. Brooks, Brooks wore him out. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I'm not trying to bring any attention to myself. <laughs> but that night, what happened. That's pretty happened. much what happened. <laughs> so what is the uh, – so how old is little Charlie Woods? Oh, he's oh. like, four, I don't know, 13, 14. So is somebody else driving him to the tournaments? Yeah. Rick Burgess. <laughs> I can let that go. Well, I mean, yeah. good. I, I completely okay. stepped out on he's 13, 12. 14. He's 12. Okay. Right. He's 12. Okay, it's good. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, he's 12. He's got a, he, his swing looks just like his dad's. Yeah, it's 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 pure. <laughs> That's so good. That looks um, like Happy Gilmore. Are you yeah. speaking of uh, speaking of overzealous dads? Um, not Tiger, but you know his his dad that worked with him and everything. Some of the things we heard about that. Sure. Yeah. Are you going to watch this movie with Will Smith being the the, oh, I saw it, by the way. You've already seen yeah, it? Yeah, I saw it. What is it? I saw it two weeks ago. King Richard. Oh, yeah, King Richard. That's How was good, it? Real good movie. I thought they were going to attempt to run Richard Williams down in regards to how hard I worked my daughters, and it wasn't like that at all. I didn't think so. Matter of fact, I gained a lot of respect for that family after watching this. So he must have been involved in the creative part of it. I don't know, Greg. Greg, you I remember mean, when we had like four Joy Bed a few coats. Yeah, movies. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was all told from a different yeah. perspective. Um, <laughs> now well, there were some things in his life that I was like, wow, or, and there were some things that yeah. they portrayed him doing that I thought probably wouldn't. Go. But the fact that what he did and the wife was, I will tell you, that was the thing that caught me off guard. The wife was just as much behind everything as he was. He was just the the voice behind it, but she worked them just as hard. She made, and they were very strict on them as far as grades and. Um, I mean, it's a wonderful story. These kids are living in Compton, and and he kept them out of the streets by doing what he was doing. Yeah. And all the other kids were straight-A students, got scholarships, and just because they didn't play tennis, he made sure they were successful in what they were doing. Very, very good movie. Will Smith does a fantastic Well, player. yeah, Will, Will Smith is, yeah. is good, hey, good Have you always kind of thought of him, at least perception-wise, as kind of the Joe Jackson of the Jacksons, yeah. but on the tennis court? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. the image I have of him. Yeah, this, but you're saying that in, 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 you, you, whoever put this movie Successful together, with the outcome, but wow, the way to get there was pretty yeah. tough. The, the yeah. things that you saw here didn't break your heart like some of the things you heard about Tiger Woods' dad. Correct. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, this matter of fact, there were some things thrown in there that I was like, well, I didn't even know that. I mean, like, hey, we're going to pray as a family. We're going to do so. I mean, there was some things going on inside that family that I thought, okay, wow, respect that a ton. And the way he handled it, he went out and saw these. We all see how parents act and these youth sports are crazy. And he wouldn't even let them play tournaments because of the way parents acted. He didn't want them to get burned out. And that was a lot of people are like, you're crazy for not letting them play in right. tournaments. Yeah. And, um, it was good. It, re- it was a really good movie. I I watched it the night it came out, of course. So you don't have to be a tennis fan to enjoy. No, it. if you you don't have to be a sports fan to enjoy it. You just it's a it's a good movie. It's yeah, a I'll good... probably watch it. I, I don't know that I'll go to the theater to watch it, but I'll catch it. Well, I saw well you don't have to. It's out. It's on, on HBO Max. Uh, right yeah, now. that's I, I wouldn't have either, Bubba. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those you're thankful for streaming. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have that app now. I can't keep up. You know, apps come and go. Are you AT and T? Not streaming. No, with your phones and all that. Yeah. You probably get it. You don't even know it. God. The streaming thing has just turned into what we tried to get away from. I'm not happy with it either. Top of the hour, 866 <laughs> We Be Big is our number. I love it. Rick and Bubba, <laughs> spell out the word and.com, the website. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Some shows shout, other shows snooze But I found a show that just can't lose Rick and Bubba's here on the air People 
Girls talking about them everywhere Rick and Bubba's on your radio They're up when you are sleeping They sleep while you're awake They know if you're not tuning in So don't you make that big mistake Rick and Bubba's <laughs> back from break well, they're not A-list, not too refined Two good old boys just to toe the line Rick and Bubba's here on the air People's talking about them everywhere Rick and Bubba's coming up next You never know just what to expect Rick and Bubba's on your radio Seven minutes past the hour from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza Teleport. Thank you for being with us. Merry Christmas. Twelve working days of Christmas starts this Thursday as we give give out gift number one. And we're talking about thousands of dollars worth of gifts. So I'll be standing by gift number one. Might as well go to you as we wrap up another year together. The 17th, 17th of December will be the big year ender. And it will come back in 2022, and Lord willing, <laughs> we'll be from a new studio. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Adler, all here this hour. And welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us. All right, so uh, a couple of things to update you on. Uh, now, we all remember the, uh, the, the uh, Jesse Smollett. Um, I pretended that I was attacked by all these racist people and, of course, all the politicians on the left and all the media figures on the left. We fell all over. Uh, and it, his name is, is, it, is it Jesse or Jesse? Jesse. It's Jesse. Jesse Smollett. Jesse. And, you know, then Jesse appeared to have made it all up. Uh, which uh, that and hired two brothers and hired two people to help him and all this and you know this was the the gotcha you know tribal world that we were living in no one stopping and you know saying let's all take a breath uh, and let's get to the bottom of it but remember it was blamed on a culture of hate that was being fostered by then president to Trump uh, but now all those that ran over to Jesse Smollett uh, to to make him the mistreated hero. Uh, of a hate culture, uh, he's now been charged with six counts of disorderly conduct and faces up to three years in prison. Uh, and um, they uh, they uh, they're going to be working through that. You know that whole case was very strange. He uh, it, it turned into a political thing. Oh, of course, because uh, it was MAGA hat wearing uh, vigilantes that beat him up because he was gay and yeah. black and all this. Mm-hmm. And they found a, and, a cord to make a noose out of him, right? Little right. cord. And and come to find out, <clears throat> it, it was all made up. But you may remember uh, part of this was that he had uh, got some threatening letters. Because he was on the TV show, what was it? Uh, you know, Empire. Empire. Empire is pretty popular at the yeah. time, yeah. and uh, and he didn't think that the uh, the producers were taking the threats against him seriously enough. So he wanted to uh, 
to do this to show that uh, that it was legit. But it, I don't know that he started out to do it to to be a get Trump thing, but the media turned it into that. Well, let me take you back, okay, to all the presidential candidates of 2020 on the left, and I'll give you some of their quotes here. Uh, Senator Cory Booker, uh, he uh, he uh, expressed solidarity with Smollett at the time. Uh, also, uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, expressed solidarity and alleged uh, on the alleged attack. Here's what they said the attack showed. It was an attempted modern-day lynching. President Biden tweeted, we're with you, Jesse, and that homophobia and racism have no place in our streets or in our hearts. Uh, Bernie Sanders, the racist and homophobic attack on Jesse Smollett is a horrific instance of the surging hostility toward minorities around the country. Uh, we must come together to eradicate all forms of bigotry and violence. Certainly agree with that sentiment. Just wasn't the case here. Uh, here's another one. Uh, this comes from Nancy Pelosi. The racist, homophobic attack on Jesse Smollett is an affront to our humanity. No one should be attacked for who they are or who they are who or whom they love. Of course, he wasn't. Uh, and so now, uh, so really, him by faking this yeah. was all the things they said. Correct. It was an attack right. on the gay community, on the black community, on hate. And, and if that. you remember, Chicago Police Superintendent <clears throat> Eddie T. Johnson said in late February uh, of 2019, after they investigated his alleged attack, he says, we found that he just took advantage of the pain and anger of racism to promote his own career. None of this took place. If there's anybody that has no respect uh, for uh, people who suffer from Racism and bigotry is Jesse Smollett. Actually, he's a pretty bad dude because he used something very serious to simply see if he could make himself a bigger celebrity. And remember the police chief that said that, that was standing up, didn't he end up having an affair and then was found dead in a car somewhere? Oh, I don't know. And the prosecutor, uh, the DA, Kim... God, I can't remember her last Did name. Did she drop the charges? Or? Yeah, she wouldn't prosecute him, and then I think she was voted out right after that. So now all of this is is come full circle again. Well, here's so one. It, it, it was just a, a long list you know, of tragedy and 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 it, despair. It felt in this weird thing. from the beginning yeah. the whole story because remember it was like two in the morning or something right. on the coldest night of the year, and we're supposed to believe these people happened to be know right. that you yeah. were going to come by MAGA, and go get a sandwich at Subway. Yeah, MAGA hats on. Then the thing about the news. I mean, before I made these public statements, like all the people the, you just read, won't you just take a second? Well, we don't and do let, that. Let's see how it plays we don't out do that because it, it sounded fishy from the beginning. Well, it's yeah, kind of the area it happened in too was not known to be a big MAGA area. Exactly. Where uh, you know the MAGA fans were going to be uh, patrolling the street, and in the they middle just of the happened night. to know he was going to go get a sandwich about right. two a.m. on the coldest yeah. night of the year. Yeah, and the, the whole thing. So the question is now if he is charged with this the six counts of disorderly conduct and face um, he i don't know if he's going to prison for three years but that's the maximum he could get if he's found guilty of all this will these same people come back and say you know what we said some things that weren't true and we apologize no you'll never get that well and desantis wants to know as well what why is no one caring about a man who mowed down innocent people in a christmas parade uh, is it Waukesha? Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Ron DeSantis says, I noticed that uh, since the narrative on this guy is not looking too good, yeah. that suddenly the media has just moved on. Uh, they've just moved on, uh, and uh, they're not covering this case because I guess they don't like the narrative. And here is uh, Governor um, uh, DeSantis from Florida. Here we go. Is that how it works? The SUVs, they just drive by themselves? This just kind of happened? And they say, oh, this was a big accident. Uh, you never actually hear the discussion about who committed this 
what was the motivation? Uh, this guy was a career criminal, let out on, didn't really have any bail, basically, should not have even been on the street, uh, had clear anti-white animus, uh, and this was an intentional act. And it seems like, you know, for corporate press, they're more apt to, to characterize a parent who goes to a school board meeting to protest bad policies as a domestic terrorist than somebody who intentionally rams an SUV into a crowd of innocent people. So you have at least six have died. You have many more that have been injured. I know many people are in the hospital. And so uh, let's just be clear. This was not a car just driving in. This was an attack by a felon who did that, who should not have been on the street. And we'll see what the actual motivation was. Uh, it very well may have been in response to what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse. And you have to wonder if that's the case. Almost surely, this guy's view of Rittenhouse was, was colored by all these media lies. He brought, a, he brought a, a rifle across state lines. That's a lie. They said that the initial altercation with Jacob Blake, that Blake was unarmed. That's a lie. They covered up Blake's criminal history. Uh, and then they said that Rittenhouse shot. And first of all, when you're, when you're self-defense, it doesn't matter, you know, kind of what race. Or, but they would say that he shot. Most people didn't know that he shot three white people. People thought. So that's what the media has been doing. And they tend to point uh, a, a target on law enforcement's back. Uh, but this is just wrong. And these lies have got to stop. So he's saying exactly right. They don't like the narrative of this horrific event, so they're not covering it. And he's like, is that what it's come to? And Rick, when we come back, Chris Cuomo in hot water again. His days at CNN may be numbered. Yep, yep. 866-WE-BE-BIG, more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Uh, check our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big. We'll get to some of your calls here shortly. If you want to join us now on uh, whatever is on your mind, we look forward to chatting with you, Bubba. Going to the break. You mentioned CNN's uh, Chris Cuomo. Maybe uh, his days may be numbered at CNN. Well, newly released testimony from the New York Attorney General's investigation into the now ousted Governor Andrew Cuomo shows that the Cuomo prime time host heavily worked with the Democrats inner circle to combat the sexual misconduct allegations against him, even relying on, on sources in the media on the reporting that was being done on the governor's accusers. So you may remember Chris Cuomo, who has the show on CNN. He came out and said, look, my brother, we've had him on. We've had fun. But I'm not talking about this anymore. I'm not dealing with him. We're, we're just, that's gone. But according to the text messages, and they, they've, I mean, they've got it here as evidence, he was in very close contact with his brother's handlers on how to word their defense, how to uh, market his defense, and also was working uh, to dig up dirt on his brother's accuser. So, he was very much working on the inside while saying on CNN that he was not doing that and he was a neutral journalist who just wasn't going to deal with it because it was his brother. So he's in trouble, I think, for lying about that, one. 
And two, uh, this poses a huge problem for CNN once again, who is constantly being accused of these people doing these kind of things. And here they are again now with evidence coming out that they have a host that has misled them, misled his viewers, and was working to defend his brother. But but does CNN even have a claim of anything high road? I mean, <laughs> it, it, well, now they would tell you they are. They they would tell you that they're neutral and bring you the story. And you know, in their mind, I guess to some level, they think they do. So uh, we see it a little different. So what we're finding out, as you said, contradicts. He even told the viewers in August that he never made calls to the press about his brother's situation. We're now finding out he did. And like you said, he really was trying to use his position to see if he could help. Now, Greg, I want you to know, baby brother, I would do the same for you. Well, thank you, Ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, think about it. I mean, did, did anybody believe that to begin with? Well, no. I mean, you got a brother in trouble, and plus they don't, they're not the most high-road people you've ever known. No. And so here we go. The Cuomos have uh, specialized in doing what's good for the Cuomos, historically. Yeah. Right. So there and now, you, and there, look, there's pages and pages of all this. So text messages, yeah, everything. Yeah, and it, it's it's come out in this court case. So CNN has said that they are. Let's see, what was their quote here? They are. Uh, they're going to study the situation. The, the it says they will have additional conversations and seek additional clarity Addi- since all this has come out. CNN's going to get clarity. Yeah, I know. Well, that ought to be. That, that may be one of the this seven. Is, this is basically, I think, where they're in a test balloon mode to see how much blowback they're going to get for not immediately taking him off the air, or would there be widespread support for him if they did take him off the well, air? Well, here's the good news. CNN's audience has gotten so small, you probably could just poll the whole audience. Uh, and just, <laughs> just tell them to call in uh, one yeah, night. Hey, y'all call in. What do you think about Chris? We keep him or let him go? Does anybody care? Uh, so, uh, but, but, I mean, if you're a – one of the few people that watch CNN on a regular basis, okay? And and I say that because the ratings show that in our country, their audience – now, around the world, they got a huge audience because a lot of the countries won't let you watch anything else right. but them. But, uh, but when they have competition, they don't do very well. Do the people that watch CNN in America, do they really care if Chris Cuomo was trying to help his brother? Wouldn't they almost yeah. be supportive of that? Well, I, again, I think they want to think that they're being fair and balanced. Uh, and that, you know, Trump was crazy and he lied. So anything we say about Trump is justified. Um, I mean, we, we have those tape recordings from, you know, the head of CNN, obviously they were working sway public opinion. They wasn't reporting the news. I mean, the whole thing is just a a shipwreck right now. I mean, it's just for anybody that's, that has any shred of honesty about them, you, you realize this is a joke. Right. And, and but you wonder if anybody cares. Well, I mean, and, you know, that that's the question. Do you care? Are you, you, you happy with the ship sinking, so to speak? Or do you want to make a difference in it or not? You know, Right. Well, it's almost like, let's say I'm an advertiser. Your credibility has been shredded on so many topics right now. I mean, do you need this on top of it? Well, it's almost like if you're an advertiser, okay, and you advertise on the Rick and Bubba show, and all of a sudden you, you're on here, you're advertising, and all of a sudden a big revelation comes out that you found out that we were eating breakfast while doing the show, mm-hmm. you would go, well, I kind of already knew that when I got involved. Right, right. You know, I mean, are they Are they going to be like, well, we, we, well, we advertise on CNN. We know we know how y'all operate. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Chris has been caught in his own thing, too, where, you know, he made his big coming out after he had the COVID and, you know, people had footage of him out on the street. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, the whole thing is just a dog and pony show. And it's just, I mean – 
I know that. You know that. So if I'm watching them, I understand that. Yeah. Uh, well, and just like if, if, if you remember Big Brother when they thought they had a handle on the pandemic, he said that God didn't do it. Right. That, that, that he and all the people did. Right. Of course, he's not there anymore. But, right. Uh, but the, uh, you know, that, so do they really, they don't really make any presentation. Uh, but now the problem he's got is, is this is true. In their real lives, we know that they have no moral scruples. Right. But he did say that he had moral scruples when he didn't. Most people that don't say they really? do, Rick, that's, <laughs> that's kind of yeah. part of not having them, don't right. you think? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So. So I don't know. I don't, you know, at CNN, I don't know what you have to do to get fired other than that. I start being conservative, I guess. <laughs> he may get fired last night. I, I was uh, flipping around and I heard him saying something. I told you when the show started today and I, I couldn't believe he was saying it. Now, when I see this, maybe it makes sense uh, because he was actually saying that he doesn't, uh, that there shouldn't be hysteria over the latest variant. Why can't people just say we don't know as opposed to speculating and I, I was like, "Who is this? This can't be Chris Cuomo." Yeah, that, I was like, "He's oh, really what? not following the uh, the Democratic line of scare everybody to to right. death and yeah. try to put them in a full panic." You know, we told you all this. We were going to have the variant scares come along. Oh, yeah. uh, how how uh, you know the truth of the matter would would you know yet to be seen? But you know they're going to try to scare you every time it looks like it's about gone. Oh, of course, yeah. And uh, and and there's different opinions on this uh, this new variant. Uh, some reports are saying that oh, you, this is what this, we need to have a full COVID segment. Okay. But have you noticed every variant that comes out is more transmissible? I can't say the word now. Transmissible yeah. than the previous right. one that was so transmissible yeah. you couldn't get around anybody. Right, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much more uh, transmissible a virus can be other than we all wake up with it in the world and we all have it at one time. Yeah, you know, I'm. I, I, you can only you scared everybody off the chart. There's nothing left to go up to. Right. You're you, out of range. Yeah. You've, here. Ar- you've already said that we're all going to get it, uh, and I think the reason why they're coming up with that is because when it's not as severe, they got to have something to scare you with. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Gift number one: Twelve working days of Christmas starts on Thursday. Be paying attention for that as we roll to the big year ender. December the seventeenth will wrap up another year. Lord willing, come back in January in a new studio and celebrating our twenty-eighth birthday. Oh, Rick and Bubba been around a while. Ancestry.com/slash Bubba. Your family has been around for a while. Uh, would you like to know their true story? Well, you can. Uh, by going to Ancestry.com slash Bubba. That's Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Uh, some great uh, holiday pricing available to you right now. Uh, the story of your family is ultimately the story of you, and boy, can Ancestry.com slash Bubba give you some great details. Uh, I mean, uh, Ancestry DNA can uh, give your true ethnicity. Uh, of course, uh, all the records they have of family trees and I mean, millions of these, uh, and they can provide historical details that bring unique family stories to life. You'll know the the details of people in your family, things they may have accomplished, uh, where they actually live, down to the the town. So, if you'd like to do this, be fun to do for this upcoming Christmas. Uh, go to ancestry.com slash bubba. Get your ancestry DNA kit. Start your free trial. Uh, you can do that now, and maybe you can give it as a gift. Good idea. Uh, for the hard-to-buy person, uh, buy four person, go to rickandbubba.com. You'll find their link right there under the sponsors as well. 
So, Bubba, let's uh, let's talk a little COVID. COVID, here. COVID. yeah. Huh? Well, where do you begin? We have- uh, let's start with the courts, Rick. We've had a federal judge that has blocked Biden's van- uh, vaccine mandate for health care workers in the 10 states in his jurisdiction. Blocked? Uh, that would be Alaska, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Well, we had two people that in our uh, Sunday school class that we were praying for that they were going to... Uh, lose their job if something didn't happen. And good news, both of them uh, were able to keep their jobs. Uh, They won their cases. Yeah, this will be a temporary victory against the Biden mandate until it works its way through the system. Um, uh, Now, you may remember Biden gave uh, uh, an executive order saying that, uh, that health workers and hospitals that receive federal funding through the Medicaid or Medicare program uh, had to be vaccinated immediately. Uh, the judge ruled that the order likely exceeded Biden's authority, giving the 10 states a temporary victory as the case winds its way through the system. He says Congress clearly did not authorize this, uh, and this is a politically and economically vast federalism-altering boundary-pushing mandate, which Supreme Court precedent requires. Uh, so that is, and, and there's been several other courts that also have limited this, so We'll see how that plays out. But that's good news for the health care workers in the short haul, that they will not be unemployed immediately. Right. Um, The Moderna CEO says the COVID-19 vaccine effectiveness will likely drop against the, uh, and how did we decide we're going to say this new variant? Omicron. 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 Now, uh, they're saying that, you know, possibly these variants are getting too far away from the original. Now, this is the CEO of Moderna. This is not uh, Fox News contributors uh, talking about this. Uh, And I think if you remember back a while back, I said we're going to have to have a new vaccine that is going to be uh, uh, engineered to cover some areas the original did not. So that is coming. As a matter of fact, they're already working on it, and so is Pfizer. Well, here's the it'll, th- it'll be vax too. Yeah, it'll be, and then don't forget boosters and and all this. But well, th- now that's what they're pushing now, and you know they're they're jab crazy, uh, trying to do all this. We we have no testing to know about the new variant, how it will compare to the antibodies generated by the vaccine or natural antibodies. Um, I did see one specialist that said this is exactly what we need to end this is a very highly contagious uh, variant that has very mild symptoms. So hopefully it would spread wildly. People would not have a problem with it, and they would build up immunity to uh, the overall COVID-19 virus, and this would be the end of it as we know it. So not everybody's saying that, but I did see one guy that said this is exactly what we need. Hmm. Well, and you see the you you know the bottom line is we don't know, and it's okay to say we don't know. No, but, we uh, don't. But, it, it could be very deadly. We just don't know. Yeah, not. I don't think that's likely based on what South Africa is telling us right now. But yeah, it, now the doctors we, who were yeah. on the ground where it started have said conditions are very mild for this. Right. So that is yeah. good news. Well, and, and if, highly transmissible. Yeah. If if you look though, if you go back, and this was something that we were saying on this show two years ago. And remember, we're not into science anymore. We're into preferred science. 
But there were scientists at the very beginning that said, here's how pandemics work throughout world history, uh, and uh, they will they will wane uh, on their severity uh, as it begins to turn and twist and move, uh, and it'll, it'll eventually find its way into a seasonal flu kind of situation. And, and it looks like that's what this is doing. Uh, and we also are finding out, and remember these people were, oh, my goodness, they were ostracized, demonized. <clears throat> you know, the, you know, if they, if anybody said this and b- didn't believe in man-made global warming, yeah, they oh, would have yeah. been removed from science. Do you remember the guy that gave us the analogy of these vaccines that we created versus natural antibodies, and talking about the uh, uh, in football? You know, the the vaccine was designed designed to tackle alpha when yeah. alpha got the ball, right. but if you gave the ball to any other variant, it wouldn't tackle it. Right, and there's going to be breakthroughs, and it's going to be a leaky vaccine. Do you remember that? Now, yeah. certainly, it's done a job on treatment, which I think is great. And you remember he was just, you couldn't even, if you even mentioned his name, if you even talked about him, you were whatever. Of course, now even the people who create the vaccines are saying, well, we basically designed it to stop alpha, and the variants may get through, but it does help you not get real sick. But right. but really the vaccine can't cannot stop the variants because it wasn't made to stop the variants, and that your natural antibodies may even be more effective against the variants than the actual vaccine. Well, we're seeing that that's kind of true, but, again, even if you have natural antibodies, I don't think you're exempt from ever catching any of the variants either. I'm not saying that. But, uh, but again, the good news is because all that really matters, all that really matters is the severity. Okay, living in a world that says I'll never, ever catch any form of, of this pandemic ever, 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 some people I think will pull that off, and, and you, you people are, are very, very unique. But for most people, you know, you're going to get it at some point, and then you're going to survive it, and you're going to move on. Yeah, it is and, 99% survivable. Right. Now, if you're in that 1%, it's bad. But it, Overall, it is very survivable. But it does seem to me, just on observation, not on claiming any scientific whatever, just watching, that Alpha took out a lot more people because we didn't have a vaccine, and we didn't have treatments, and we didn't have natural antibodies. Delta... Got a lot of people caught it, but not as many people were killed by it. It was not more deadly. No. And, but a lot of that may be because of natural antibodies and vaccines and treatments that we didn't have before. Okay? It, it, and now we, we have didn't, – didn't, you remember we skipped a few in between Alpha and Delta that didn't yeah. really do anything. Yeah, Beta didn't get off the ground. Yeah, and then you have this one that looks like it'll be transmissible, uh, but it's not going to be very severe. As long as we're keeping people out of the hospital and people aren't dying – then I don't know if y'all know this, every cold and flu season and then every season throughout the year, people get sick of various things, and sometimes people die, and most of the time they don't. And, and so it's kind of moving its way into that, and we must live with it. What I don't understand is people bringing up ideas from back on Alpha that didn't work. Yeah. yeah. When we didn't know. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what we're not going to do. Don't do ideas that didn't work. I mean, that didn't even make sense. Yeah. Shutdowns do not work. Uh, all this not doing this, not doing games, not doing school, shutting this down, shutting that down, do this, don't do that, mask this, mask that, everywhere a mask, mask. Th- those things really were not all that effective, uh, and the shutdowns were disastrous on the economy and on people's lives, but they didn't do much to stop people from catching it. As a matter of fact, the vaccine uh, does, does some good on people catching the variants, but not it's it's leaky. It doesn't. It's not a hundred percent. Yeah, it's not a hundred percent. So I mean, what we want to do is to be able to ma- minimize catching it, but maximize surviving it. And I think we are doing that. And Rick, too, 
the mutation of a virus is a natural process. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard people debating this on various shows. Well, that the vaccine caused it to mutate. That I don't think that's factually correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know some people tribally on our side would like for, to, for that to be the case, but I don't think that's the case. I think they naturally do that because there's an error as they reproduce, and that's how you get a variant. In other words, it's not a 100% clean copy of the virus every time it, it copies itself. So you get to a point where it has mutated, and most of the time they say that when these things mutate, that they will become more transmissible but less deadly. Correct. And, and it's not just this. It's in other viruses we've seen that too. Right. So they hope that's going to follow. And you, you, you remember we talked about it earlier. As it mutates, at some point it could mutate out of the human range where we could catch it. It may just affect nothing or it may affect some other species or something. But it'll be out of the mammal area that, that it has something to do with. So I hope that's the case. Um, Fauci is still under uh, attack from people who are saying, uh, who are getting on him about his science remark. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Ted Cruz is calling him the most dangerous bureaucrat. Yeah, here he is right here. You know, Dr. Fauci, I think, is the most dangerous bureaucrat in the history of the country. Uh, you, you know, he talked a moment ago, uh, you just played about hurting science. I don't think anyone has hurt science, has hurt the credibility of the CDC, has hurt the credibility of doctors more than Dr. Fauci, because throughout this pandemic, he's been dishonest, he's been political, he's been partisan, and and the American people know it. It (laughs) Rand Paul said that Fauci was acting like the medieval church with the I represent science declaration. Yeah, I know. He's really full of himself and and is ignoring the many times that he's said things that were wrong and his tie to this starting to begin with. Look, let's hope the latest variation of this is not as serious and let's hope it ends as soon as possible. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour rick and bubba show thank you for being with us so one thing we didn't mention bubba and we'll, we'll move on but last thing too looking over a week-long period ending this past sunday uh interesting trends and i want you to think about this minnesota leads the nation with 426 new cases per 100,000 residents followed by michigan with by the way think about everything that michigan and minnesota have done to shut everybody down they now have the most new cases a week. Wisconsin's next, North Dakota after that, then New Hampshire. The bottom states right now, Louisiana, Texas, Alabama, Hawaii, and Florida. You mean where college football has been running crazy? Yeah, where people have been, have people have been pretty much – I was laughing at a cartoon the, uh, that somebody sent me. It's got two people on a bus going somewhere. One guy's over there just petrified in fear. And one guy's looking out the window like Granny and looking at all the trees and everything. Do you see that one? And it says, uh, which one are you, the one who's terrified every time a new variant is mentioned, or the other guy who stopped thinking about COVID a year ago? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this should be a happy movie. Right. So, so anyway, um, the, so it's just an interesting story. Top five states with the most daily COVID cases right now are blue. Bottom five are red. Uh, the ones who did the most lockdowns and everything – when this thing comes back around and people go back indoors or whatever, it seems to go up. 
and those that um, that didn't do near what these other states did, those numbers go down. And here's what you can take away from this. Whatever everybody tries to do really doesn't seem to have much impact. Well, that's it, what it, I was going to say. There's, I, there's a certain course it's going to run. I, I don't know if we should get on our soapbox and say, hey, look at us in the South. No, we, no, no. We beat this because – What I'm saying is you, you have the same thing happen. Yeah. yeah, no matter what you do. No matter what you do. And if you go back and look at the interactive maps they had that showed you the hot spots and it got a darker red for the more people that were getting infected with it to a lighter color, and it looked like a ribbon across the coast mm-hmm. – and, Rick, it went north just as predictable as you could. Now, here's the question. Will it turn around and come back south in the spring? Um, we'll, we'll see. But it's clear how it, – it, when you watch it move like that, you went, this is amazing that we can actually see this in real time, how this is moving across the country. Uh, but it's, it, was, it was a very strange deal. Yeah, so anyway, it, it, it just the bottom line is when you look and see sitting here currently – that the queen of Michigan just can't seem to keep the state from going through the same uh, rise and fall that everybody goes through. Uh, So that's the reason why I say this again. You can't stop living life. It doesn't really accomplish anything. And it it probably causes more damage uh, than if you would just – Move through your life through make, making common sense decisions. Right. Work through it. Yeah. Rick, uh, I was telling you, this is really not a funny story. It's just something I observed last night I'd never really noticed before. Um, we were watching uh, you know, our latest Hallmark movie in, in bed mm. before we went to sleep. Let, and, let me let me see how, what the plot was. The girl really doesn't like the guy and thinks he's annoying and uh, and all this and can't stand him. But, she, but as it goes along, she ends up realizing that the guy she really thinks she wants is no good for her. And this guy's perfect, and they kiss with a minute and a half left in the movie. Yeah, 90 seconds to go right. when you see the kiss. Right. Uh, most of the time it has to do with an evil developer that's wanting to buy oh, an yeah. old historical place oh, and yeah. mow it down to build a, sure. a ski lift or, right, right. you know, something. Or everybody's favorite park. Yeah, yeah, something like that. This happened to be the one that had uh, had uh, Fonzie in it last night. I've seen it before. Fonzie? Yeah, Arthur Fonzarelli. Yeah. Uh, but he Henry Winkler. By the way, I can remember his name. Little, little known fact over the weekend. <laughs> did you know that in one episode of Happy Days that Tom Hanks comes and he's the one that's coming to get Fonzie? No. And he's been he's lived like years training in martial arts to get Fonzie back and beat him up. And he's arrived in town to take on Fonz and Fonz won't fight him. You know what? I don't remember that. I'm gonna have to go look at it. And it's up, Tom man. Hanks. Really? Yeah. There was a lot of stars that mm-hmm. were on that oh, show. Yeah. So uh anyway, I decided to to get a little snack last night while we're watching. Really? This. And uh, so I've got some uh, – I, I knew I probably shouldn't tell this story. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so I, I went and I got some wheat thins and an orange, you know, and I'm, I'm wheat watching Wheat thins and an orange. Yeah, it's, it's a great combination. Do you put a piece of orange on top of wheat thins? No, no, I eat them separate. And, uh, but I, I had some water sitting there in one of those stainless steel cups, you know, like we all have a hundred of them. Oh, know. yeah, sure. And uh, I threw away. I threw away this one would come in here for this. I I threw away about five of them yesterday. (laughs) Clean them off. out there. I never even used. Can I back up? You like wheat thins? I love wheat thins. If I dip them in ketchup. Why? Don't yeah. say that. Yeah, I do. I so, don't say so time out. Did, were you dipping them in? <laughs> yeah, I, I was. Don't say that. Um, I thought you were doing it. <laughs> and and so I'm sitting there watching uh, this movie, and I've seen it before. 
So really, it's just a wheat spoon for ketchup. But yeah, go it ahead. is. It is. It's a delivery. Can I ask you what you're wearing? Because I got you with wheat, wheat thins and ketchup right now, uh, and an orange. I got yeah. my underwear on. That's about it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is the orange there to cancel the ketchup? Uh, no, it's it's just in the bed. Don't it's miss just that. To have some in the bed. I don't I don't eat in the bed a whole lot, but <laughs> from time it's hard to time, to do. The, mm-hmm. yesterday was an odd schedule. So anyway, but I noticed this. I would are uh, the lights on? No, it's dark. The TV. Okay, thank on. you. Okay. That's a good question. So. The you can see by the light of the TV, right? Mm. And when it would go to a commercial is when I would turn to like get a drink, but that's when it goes dark. Right. And you know when the commercial starts, sometimes there's a second or two, yeah. of dark, and I'm going, I'm like, you know, and I'm about to knock my drink over because it goes totally dark and you can't see a thing. And I'm like, wait a minute, I can't. You know, when I catch myself, okay, yeah, you know, going the commercial, I'm gonna, go, and then I'm I'm in the dark again, and I'm I'm fumbling around with the cup. <laughs> Because when it goes dark, it is oh. totally dark. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you know, I need to drink the water during while the show's yeah, on. Yeah, you, you, you're going to looking you're gonna have to start in the going dark. that more, yeah. So I just thought that was odd. I was yeah. I was thinking about that. Not now, really where was funny, your nothing to that. Did you get crumbs in the bed? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, no, I try not to. It's hard. Mm-hmm. That's difficult. Yeah, yeah. you got to be careful. Did you barely catch I, I all a, the crumbs? I had a pretty good paper plate to take care <laughs> of. Are you, are, are you covered up pretty good? Got your cover over you? Uh, you know, maybe a little bit, not, you know, not full bore. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Do you use your belly like close. a TV tray, kind of? No, I had it on the side. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. You the, have any uh, tissue for when you teared up <laughs> from uh, the movie? No, I, I had a paper towel <laughs> under my plate. So there I could you wipe go. my hands and my mouth That's when I was done. I, I but know. then the problem is, what do you do with a plate that's still got ketchup and right. orange yeah. peels? Right. Yeah, that smells good. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm like, do I put it on the nightstand? Do I, put it? I knew if I put it on the floor no. that I'd step in oh, it. Oh, yes. You know, that was a given. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a long so way I really to trash didn't, I didn't have a good system, but I, I got it all on the nightstand. And I got Where are the dogs in this situation? Oh, they're, they're already asleep and they're a little crazy. Okay. By the way, I have a dog question. Uh, sometime next hour. Okay. I, know, I know we got an interview at the top, yeah. but I, I have to ask it, and it's a terribly uncomfortable one, too. Uh-oh. Very uncomfortable. Oh, no. I almost dread asking it. Right here at Christmas? You yeah, because I probably it? don't want to know the answer. But I have Are to you going to give us Buddy again? No, no. It doesn't do with that. No, this issue would never be an issue can for Can Buddy my come over and play? Uh, sure, as long as, as long as he can stay a while. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza. My people Sunday morning. They angels feel they pouring. They cup is overflowing. My people, all God's people. As we start the hour, the real Greg Burgess is here, Speedy, Eddie Van Adler, Helmsy, and welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Merry Christmas. And thank you for joining us for a few hours each and every day. So uh, we welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show. Today's Giving Tuesday. Uh, and uh, Mike Lutzenkirchen is back on the Rick and Bubba Show. Mike, welcome back. How are you, sir? Merry Christmas. It's great to be back. Thanks, guys, for having me in. Jeff, yeah, good, thank you for coming back. How is the family? I know holidays can be tough. Uh, when you go through what your family's been through and those of us that have been through similar things, those can be markers. How was the family on Thanksgiving? You know, it's the, the situation always comes up where you think about Philip, but uh, we're blessed. We've got a new son-in-law joining the family in March. Uh, your audience in Alabama may be familiar with him. His name is Miller Forstall. He just finished his career at Alabama. 
he's now on the Browns practice squad. He's another tight end. Yeah. So oh, I think wow. I think Phillips laughing up in heaven at wow. his sister's marrying a Bammer, which he understands because she played <laughs> soccer there. But right. I'm sure he's saying you couldn't do better than a tight end. But we're right. blessed. Since the last time I was in here, guys, I think I've got three grandchildren now. So good grief, life is good. Well, congratulations. Uh, uh, the Lutzi 43 Foundation. We 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 want the audience. Uh, Maybe some uh, that are very familiar because you've been on the show a few times uh, in Giving Tuesday. Hopefully they were already ready to, to come alongside you again. This starts the 43 days of giving to try to support all the things that you guys do. But um, uh, I know sometimes, uh, I remember my wife saying this, sometimes it gets very grueling telling our story. But sometimes, you know, you, you people don't know. They haven't heard it yet. They don't. They, they, and and it's, it's our uh, privilege to to make sure these things count. Uh, we do this uh, ultimately for the God that we serve, but also to to you know have the right legacy for our loved ones. For those that that hear about the Lutzi Forty Three Foundation for the very first time, and and they don't know exactly what you do and what your goals are or the story, why don't you give them just kind of the bottom line? And 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 because there's always new people that are hearing it for the first time. Yeah, first of all, guys, I'm so appreciative. There are some wonderful success stories of us going on and delivering our talk called Phillips Legacy, What Legacy Are You Leaving? And establishing our 43 Key Seconds program because of being on this show. People hear it and they call us. You know, long story short, uh, we're originally from Chicago, have four beautiful children. My only son, Philip, was the third of the four. Um, he played football at Auburn University, was a high school All-American, very good student. Could have gone anywhere in the country and fell in love with Auburn University. Started as a sophomore in the national championship team in 2010. Went on to be a two-time captain and proud he's a three-time All-SEC academic performer. Had some significant injuries coming off his senior year and went from a project, projected third-round draft pick and ended up one preseason as a free agent with the Rams. Said, Dad, I'm done. He couldn't play the game the way he wanted to anymore. And he got a job in Montgomery. And unfortunately, he went uh, with a bunch of friends. There are 13 kids that went to a farm in LaGrange, Georgia, the weekend of Friday, June 27, 2014. And uh, our family came back from church. We're Catholic, proud of that. Sunday morning, two older daughters had come home uh, to go with my wife and I to an event that Saturday night. We pulled in our driveway after Mass that Sunday morning, June 29th of 2014. We're greeted with a Post-it note on our front door. Mm. And it simply said, please call this number. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, LaGrange, Georgia, Troop County area code. So right away we knew something was wrong. I looked at my girls and said, where's Philip? Our kids are always in touch with one another. Um, and they didn't know. Our youngest daughter at the time, Abby, who went on to play soccer at Alabama, she was in Jacksonville, Florida. NCA gave her an opportunity to play one game as part of her recovery from her second ankle surgery. We made that phone call. Uh, got an tr- officer in Troop County Told me, told me he couldn't tell me much. I had to dial another number. I told him I refused to do that. Tell me what's going on. He said, sir, you got to dial another number. So I dialed it. And this time I got the coroner of Troop County. And mm. as I look back on it, he did his job. He said, uh, Mr. Lutzenkirchen, there was an accident last night and Philip was killed. So that's how we learned of, of Philip passing away. Um, he was a backseat passenger. Uh, four kids, all legal drinking age, drank th- throughout the day. They were all drunk. Uh, three of the four weren't wearing a seatbelt. The one young man in the front passenger seat did a two-second habit in his life where he reached to his right shoulder, came to his left hip. He could tell you if he was here today, that, uh, and he could be. Uh, I unbuckled my seatbelt in a vehicle that was upside down. I crawled out a, a, cr- a crushed vehicle, ran for help. He sustained a concussion. The driver and Philip were ejected from the vehicle and killed. A young lady in the back seat was ejected from the vehicle, read her last rites, but I believe through a miracle of God, survived internal injuries. Wow. Mm. So that led to the Lutzi 43 Foundation. And, and what I want to share with your audience is 
Now, I'm not a big stat guy, right? And I never thought I'd be the guy that would be involved with the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration here yeah. in Atlanta, Alabama, law enforcement agency and, and the GDOTs and LDOTs of the world. But through the first half of this year, our fatalities are up 18.4% on our roadways in this country. And it's primarily due to speeding and not seat, not wearing seatbelts. But impaired driving, distracted driving, continue to do it. And, and what I want the audience to know is as, an eight, as a 15-year-old new permitted driver through a high school senior, age 18, the number one cause of death, it's not suicide, it's not overdoses and addictions, it continues to be distracted driving. Hmm. A singular cause. The leading cause of death on any college campus in this country is a combination of distracted and impaired driving. So you think about that, right? And where the aha moment came to us a couple of years ago is all of us who drive into work or drive for a company, the leading cause of death is classified under MVC for motor vehicle crash. So if you think from 15 to 65 and older, a leading cause of death happens to be poor decisions behind the wheel of a vehicle. That's why we created 43 key seconds. So tell them where the 43 seconds came from because you, that, that's, that's the time period you have to make different decisions. That's right. You know, Phil Bohr, number 43, everything we do is around that. Our foundation's 43. Our colors are Auburn colors. Um, we do a $4,300 scholarship. We're proud that we've given out 64 of those now. Wow. Uh, over $270,000 in value. We'll continue to do that. But we looked at things, and, and again, what I, what I love about the Internet is I can't BS people, right? Because they can go and check to see sure. is it, what this guy's saying. Is it true? <laughs> right, right? Yeah, These aren't right. my facts. But there was a study done that said if you go and set your uh, maps, if you will, in a dashboard-based map quest, if you will, it takes 42 seconds to set that address. So when people say to me, Mike, 43 seconds is a long time, I say, no, it's not. If you go to set your map on your phone, because we're more familiar with that interface, it only takes about 32 seconds. And those are government stats. But what we said is, in this country right now, I'll ask you guys this question, if you'll go with me for a minute. When the color pink, I ask this to every audience, what does the color pink mean to you? Well, it's definitely, to me, it means uh, women. It means yeah, female, breast cancer. Breast cancer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to kind of lighten us a little bit, it's funny. I asked that question, a state trooper that leads the state of Minneapolis, Minnesota at a conference, I asked him that question, his immediate answer was Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I, I'm a male, right? So I started to laugh. I said, yeah. well, that's not the answer I was looking for, but right, that, yeah. that's probably an accurate answer. But yeah. the number one, when people say pink, it means breast cancer awareness. Yeah, yeah right. If I, if I were to put a soldier in here and throw another soldier over his shoulder, that image would represent what? The wounded warriors. Wounded warriors, right? So let me ask you this question. When you guys think about being a safe driver, what's the image that you think of that triggers you not to be distracted or impaired? Uh, Usually, any time we were shown those wrecks and all that kind of stuff when we were growing up, the tragedies of of people's death and how how horrible it is. And you guys had a hesitation there to answer it, right? And normally every audience from a second grader through a grown adult say it's a phone in a circle with a slash through it. And right. that's that's, uh, a, that's a key, yeah. but the number one distraction for a female driver of any age, or number two distraction, I'm sorry, is uh, putting on makeup while mm-hmm. they're driving. So simply put, there is no image in this country right. that we all could look at right. and say that so triggers to me to make better decisions on the wheel. So what we did, guys, is took Philip's number. We created this 43-second checklist that says before you start your vehicle of any type, no matter where you're driving, what your experience is, is you take a clear head, clear hands, clear eyes. We tie into the 20-year program of Click It or Ticket by saying Click It. And not to take everybody through it, but a clear head means you self-analyze, am I drug impaired? Am I alcohol impaired? Am I fatigued? Am I emotionally impaired? Am I, fa- am I uh, technology impaired? And if you're not, you move forward. 
And what we created was a lanyard. Everybody, for some reason, loves lanyards. Oh, yeah. It's like oh, you, yeah. go to a, you go to a, a sporting event, and they shoot out those T-shirts, and people fight for the T-shirt. <laughs> so we put 43 key seconds and 43 too distracted free on a lanyard. We attached it to a key that looks like a standard key. It says 43 key seconds on one side. It says 43 to distraction free on the other. And then we place our, our, che- our checklist, checklist card on there. The goal is you memorize this. And I'm a big believer through athletics that if you do something deliberately yeah. for 21 days, it becomes a habit, good yeah. or bad. Yeah. You remove the lanyard, and then you put that. We recommend you put that lanyard. You remove the card, I'm sorry, the lanyard and the key around your rearview mirror as that constant visual reminder that I'm not going to do make poor decisions behind the wheel. And when you think about it, we've, we're, we're on target right now in the United States to at, hit over 43,000 deaths on our roadways. And wow. most of them are avoidable. So we're on this quest. And a lot of people smarter than me said, Mike, great story of your radio station. A couple years ago when I was in here, I got a call from Newcore Steel out of Decatur, Alabama. They've got an 800-employee plant up there. They're headquartered out of Charlotte. And their HR department said, Mike, we've got a two-night conference where we've been 400 employees and their families in the first night and then do the same thing the second night. We'd like you to come up and speak to those two audiences. We'd like to give that lanyard key and checklist card to all of our employees and their family members, but can we put the Newcore Steel logo on it? <laughs> so we thought, wow, how cool. Yes, we'll put it on the side that says 43 Distracted Free, so they have their logo on it. The logo goes on the card, and the logo goes on the lanyard. And then they said to me, Mike, we've got a couple high a school and a middle school up here, a little bit rural, don't have a lot of money. A lot of our employees have kids that go to those schools. Would you talk to those two schools? I said, I will if you pay for an honorarium speaking fee and if you'll fund branded or tri-branded units to go to those kids. And it's really powerful when you walk into an uh, assembly at a hall school assembly at a high school, you deliver an hour speech that's called uh, talk that's called Phillips Legacy, what legacy are you leaving? You give them challenges throughout it, and then you be very candid about the things that took Phillips' de- life. But they get something that has their high school logo on it. And it just pulls them in right away because whether you're in sports, in band, in debate, where you simply come to school and then leave and aren't in extracurricular activities, it's that stage of your life. You're a part of that school and that logo. So No doubt. Well, let's, let's come back because we're going to talk about Giving Tuesday. Now that you kind of have an idea of, of what this is all about, let's talk about the things that people can help you with. And I think you've named some of them there. But if, if I'm going to come alongside and I'm going to support this financially, what are some of the things you need? And, and, and uh, what are things that that donation will turn into? We've hit on some of them, but we'll talk in great detail when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-three minutes past the hour. It is a Giving Tuesday, and uh, we've uh, dealt with a lot of great ministries and organizations. And uh, we hope you'll remember all of them today. One, we want you to take a look look at if you're not already supporting it. Uh, Lutzy Forty Three Foundation. Uh, Mike Lutzenkirchen is here today. He's told us the story. Let's get down. I mean, you mentioned obviously some of the lanyards and the things that you give to these schools and companies. There's a cost to that. Uh, but if, if I'm coming alongside uh, the foundation today, and all the details about the foundation are at rickandbubba.com under show notes. You can go there and find that easy. But it's letzie, L-U-T-Z-I-E, 43.org. Uh, but, um, and I want to come alongside and partner with you. What are the things you need? You know, the first thing I'd say, you just gave it, letzie43.org. You'll learn a lot of great things about the foundation, what we're doing. You know, our scholarship value is $4,300. For me to go talk at a school of 500 kids is about $4,300. We have a $2,500 honorarium. 
a speaking fee, if you will, and all this goes to the foundation. This is certainly not a get get rich program over the last seven sure. years. You know, the message I would say is if you're a, a, a first-level corporate employee to a CEO of a company, look back on what is your employee safety program, and specifically behind the wheel. And where we see gaps, there's companies that are spending a lot of money to protect their employees, protect their businesses in their safe driving programs. But I think where the gap is, are they doing enough to make sure those employees are taking those lessons home to their spouses and driving age children? You know, every company's going to tell you their number one asset is their employees. Well, the number one asset of that employee is their family members. And I think there's a huge improvement we can make to protect those families through their companies and their communities. So I will never walk into a CEO and, and I'll ask them, what, it, what are the causes that your company supports? And there's so many great causes. I will never ask a company to not support those. What I'll ask them to do is consider adding another cause. Again, I go back. I believe in, in our country – all of us think it's the government's responsibility to protect us on the highways, and it is, but they need more help. When you're losing, like I've stated, 40,000 deaths a mm-hmm. year, more needs to be done. And our, We have a great board. In fact, a little plug here, Bo Jackson is a board member. Today's Bo's birthday. Is it really? Happy so, birthday, Bo. Yes, we've texted this morning on that. He's going to spend his day with his grandson, which is great. But we, our board said, Mike, the key to our success and longevity, and guys, I'm 58. I'm, I've told my wife, I'm doing this till I'm 70. And Mary said, well, how'd you come up with that date? I said, Mary, I'm a simple guy. <laughs> my favorite Catholic priest was several years ago was 69. He said, I'm retiring at 70. <laughs> so I said, Mary, if it's good for Father Fred, it's good for me. So, <laughs> right, yeah, right. That's uh, funny. But, but I'll do this, and, and I, go, I go back again to that image, guys. I truly believe in my heart that at some point down the road, we're going to get communication from a 16-year-old boy or girl driver, new driver in, in Portland, Oregon, and a 58-year-old driver in Portland, Maine. It's going to say, I don't, I don't say War Eagle. I don't follow Auburn. I didn't know who your son was, but I learned about it, and I saw the 43 key, and it, made me, it saved my life because it changed my behaviors behind the wheel. What excites me, guys, and I don't know that my daughters and wife understand this, is when somebody comes to me and say, Mike, I, uh, we get an inquiry, and it says, I, I, I don't say all those things. I don't say War Eagle. I didn't go to Auburn. I didn't know who Phil was. But we learned about what you're doing at the foundation. We need to know more about it for our company. The reality of it is there's no discrimination, whether you say Roll Tide or War Eagle or whatever school you support, there's no discrimination when you make poor decisions behind the wheel. You can lose your life. Right. You can severely alter someone's life. If you don't believe it, as sports fans, Look what Henry Ruggs has gone through. Mm. So yep. there's so much improvement to do, but you can support us. Go to our website. Today's globally known as Giving Tuesday. It's the first Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Our 43-day kickoff, i got to make things simple because I'm not this smart of a guy. Our 43-day kickoff makes it real easy every year. It starts the 19th of November every year. We get to now the first Tuesday after Thanksgiving, and we're going to jump on this bandwagon called Giving Tuesday. And we would ask you to come follow us. $43 a month, be a, curring, a recurring donor. Uh, $10 a month. Um, we're financially strong. We continue to grow. I'm really excited to share that my daughter, Abby, who played soccer at the University of Alabama and graduated in 16, she spent the last three and a half years working for the Arthur Blank Family Foundation in, in Atlanta. If you don't know Arthur, he's one of the co-founders of Home Depot, owns the Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta United, very philanthropic individual. Abby resigned recently and joined our foundation November 1st, which wow. she's going to be able to do for us to get a, me organized and focus more on delivering talks and establishing relationships and getting this into corporate America. Abby's going to be great at giving talks herself. She's going to manage our grant program, which we really haven't sought grants. So to your audience, come, come to our foundation and find out what we're doing. I'm not asking you to give today. I, I'm very poor at asking people to give. But I think we've got assets in 43 Key Seconds that can help families 
high schools, colleges, and businesses. Yeah, uh, Bubba, we, you, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. If you get out on the road right now and you just look around, it, it, it is terrifying the number of people that are distracted, that are looking down mainly at their phones and, and messing with their phones. And uh, it's, I mean, you can almost see it. You, you see a car and you notice they're not going at speed. And you can, you know, when you get up around them and look in what you're going to see, and usually somebody looking down, you know, dealing with it, it, it's terrifying out there. And we do have to do an education process because technology is great, but with it comes uh, a different kind of training. And, and you know, the numbers you're talking about, I'm kind of a stat guy. So prior to COVID, 40 to 50,000 people a year losing their life on the highway. And that's a, that's a tremendous amount of people. And the large majority of those could be avoided just by some common sense things. Well, you know, you go back to the stats, right? Again, 18.4% uptick in fatalities on our roadways through the first half of this year. Last year during COVID, the uptick, it continued because of speeding. People drinking or doing what they were doing behind the wheel. There's less traffic so they can drive faster. They come upon something, they got less reaction time. Until we do some things differently, it's not going to change. And I'm proud. I'd love to tell you guys about what we're doing uh, with the Georgia Department of Transportation. I think if we model it right, it comes over to Alabama and Mississippi and Tennessee and New York and so forth. Find all the information, Mike. Thanks for being back again. Always a pleasure. Uh, All the information and show notes at rickandbubba.com or you can go directly to the website. Let's see L-U-T-Z-I-E 43.org. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big as a number. Always good to visit with Mike and uh, the work that he and his family and organization is doing. And get a lot of emails from some of you that are already on board with it. Yeah, you know, too, Rick, I was telling Mike, it's, every time your kids leave, you know, you. you you can't help but think about those kind of things. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. You know, you can be a good person. You can make good decisions. It just takes that one time that you make a bad decision about who you get in the car with or you don't put your seatbelt on. Yeah, it yep. can make all the difference. Yep, and uh, and like we talked about uh, on this, the, the distracted driving in general. Uh, MyPillow.com slash Bubba. Now, this is a new URL. You know, we were just saying, hey, go there, put in the promo code Bubba, all that. But then uh, the folks at, at MyPillow.com have had such a response from you guys that we just said, look, a whole new URL. MyPillow.com slash Bubba takes you right to where all the savings are. Uh, you'll see that they've got uh, $40 off on the MyPillow right now. Great buy. You'll see that 50% off uh, the Giza Dream Sheets and and the flannel sheets. Greg, I know you you love those. Yeah. Uh, Bubba, you and I on the bathrobes and the sleepwear, and you know you were eating wheat thins and yours just last night. Yep. Uh, quilts <laughs> are fantastic, all made from 100% U.S. upland cotton. Uh, go to MyPillow.com slash Bubba right now also uh, to save 30% on all those things that I just mentioned in that category. And, and it, they're, just, they're just savings everywhere. Uh, so go to MyPillow.com slash Bubba right now. Start stocking up some great gift ideas. The link also is at RickandBubba.com right there under the Sponsors button. Um, I was, um, you know, we're, we're moving to a new studio in 2022, which that'll be fun. That'll be exciting. There'll be a, we'll have to give it a name and, and all that, and I'm, I was trying to figure out, you know, we've done this a couple times, how many studios that is for us. <laughs> uh, so we had the veterinarian's office. 
<laughs> and then from the veterinarian's the closet, office, the, we went to the closet, <laughs> and then we never did name the one that was next, did we? Uh, not that it, I recall. Did, right it, off top it, of my it head. never got a name, so I'm gonna say the no name one. Uh, <laughs> and then from no name, we went to the one that was mauve and pink, and and was like a soft rock station, right? Uh, right. Uh, did we ever name it? Uh, I I think we had a name for it. Well, we can't yeah, say we it. didn't say it. We can't, there, we yeah. can't say it. That's yeah. where we got in trouble for uh, winning another ratings period, and we were too loud about it. Right. That that's the hallway where, with all the different shows. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, I was first place. And, I and that's where Greg no. brought the bucket truck. That day. That's oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You got in bad trouble. So that one was. Bad. We'll call that the Mauve Studio. So where Bubba <laughs> had too much truck. You remember you backed into that thing? I don't remember that. But now the Mauve, the Mauve one, still though. Because they were going to go two studios that were in the same building. Yeah, we went to a different floor, but the Mauve one was located uh, at the Dewey Monroe Broadcast Center. Yes, right? it was. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. That's what we did. We All named right. the whole building. Yeah, and then next we went to the Red Velvet Lounge. Right. Right. Yeah, that was downstairs. Yeah. yeah, that was downstairs. And then from Red Velvet Lounge, we went to a transitional studio. Correct. Right. Then on the blo- uh, on the Beacon. Yeah, I'll put that. I'll call that one transitional because mm-hmm. we never named it either because we were only there a year. Yeah. And then we went from transitional to here, right? Correct. To mm-hmm. the broadcast plaza. Yep. The teleport. Okay. All right. Okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is our seventh. Yeah. Mm. So we will be moving to our eighth studio. Ocho. And, yeah. And uh, wow. and so I, that's um, I, I'm not um, hold up your eights. Yeah, we'll have to hold up our eights there. <laughs> it was um, be two for me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's Ooh, a, that's the way. How will you adjust? I don't right, know, Rick, I don't but really, it'll be hard. I'm to co- tired of this, man. How about this? Because it will be hard for you though, because this is your home. Oh yeah, it's oh, all I, you know. I, the only thing I know. Rick. <laughs> a couple of those were transitional with the same company, but out of the seven, how many of those did we go for the break and not know where we were? All right, so one. <laughs> okay, one. Uh oh, two. <laughs> Uh, there was one big one in and, there, and oh, and and three, yeah, three, so three, three, okay. yeah, three of them, three of them. We thought we were coming back, we weren't. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Rick, uh, Rick, Rick, old number two is the big one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that was the bad one. <laughs> I mean, well, look, don't act. It's like, when you actually told me to go back upstairs and, and return right. some things. That one had the yeah, most stress and, and the most drama. But I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't discount being at Disney World and finding out that you're not coming back to where you thought you were. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't discount that one either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that one. But now that first one. That first movie, oh boy, that one, that one had all kinds of drama. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah I was in Chicago. Yeah, I yeah, was. I was uh, in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> I was here. Yeah, do, what, do, you, do you remember? We all left. We were just fed up. Yeah. I think. right. Well, the, that. But you remember that? But you remember well, the first? The first it's one. All though, about the packing The first one is when you and I got the call on the hotline to leave the studio yeah. while we were doing the show. Right now. Yeah. yeah. Left. Speedy to at finish Greg, it, Greg, buddy. At this exact Claimed time, they were both sick. At this exact Just time, there was about twenty five minutes left in the show. Yeah, and we got a call on the hotline that we didn't work there anymore. And that we needed to leave, and we left Speedy. Could they not just <laughs> waited twenty five minutes? Well, that's come what on. we thought. That's what we thought. Nope, gotta that, go. Yeah. Their last words to me is, "We'll call you and tell you where to come." Well, the reason why we <laughs> just left you there, yeah. you left a man behind. The reason why they wanted us to leave is 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 because they said we're, they're going to hotbox you. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah so they wanted them. Yeah. They wanted us not get them out. Yeah. The, the, there was there was going to be an attempt to the hotbox, and then Speedy got on the air, and hot I think box. I think you told everybody we'd gotten sick, which honestly. <laughs> The way our stomachs were churning was not actually yeah. a lie. Because uh, we knew we were headed to the house. Yeah, we weren't feeling well. At one point, we were almost like we were, we were 
we, the lawyer had us up in his office, and like people were hollering at us from the parking lot to come out. We wouldn't come out. Yeah, it was a mess. Like a movie. It, it was stuff movies. Okay. I was going to say, it looks yeah. like a movie People scene. screaming from the parking lot, don't sign it. <laughs> don't sign it. <laughs> <laughs> but then once somebody said, we've got a plane coming in, landing. Please don't do not do that. Now this was Wait until it lands. This was pre-streaming and all that, so mm-hmm. it was the day of CD cases. All right, so all of our music were in cases. I stacked the cases up in the chairs that we owned, right? And 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 put got them on the elevator. Had a couple folks ride down with me, trying to figure out where y'all were, right? And I get to my car, right? And trying to figure out how I'm gonna get everything in, and that's when y'all said, "Speedy, please take the chairs back." Yeah, well, that was the the lawyer was screaming, "We'll get new chairs." (laughs) Okay, you were and you kept going, but you keep going, but these are ours. (laughs) He was like, "Do not take the chairs." So that was, that was, was a lot of drama. Yeah. This one not as dramatic. No, but, no, this uh, is a happy move, right? But, but I will tell you, um, all the all the getting packing. I, yesterday was my first day to do what y'all been doing for days. Yeah, to actually <laughs> dive in, and uh, the things I found. <laughs> the, there were some things I found that I can't even identify. I don't know whether to keep them or not because I don't know what they are. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, it, I mean, I can't even find a reference point on them. Yeah. Apparently, if anybody ever gave me a large number of something. I would just put it in one of the top things and shut the door and out like I didn't have it. That's it. You know, like like I have multiple copies of the same thing. Right. The other thing, Bubba, are you ready for this? And I've been waiting the entire show to tell you this, and I keep forgetting. (laughs) I finally found my business cards. Unfortunately, those numbers are no good anymore. (laughs) Do you remember when I started? It's time for new ones. Remember I lost my business cards and I couldn't find them? Yeah, you kept telling me you don't have any. I said, Rick, we got boxes. I found them. And I gave them to you somewhere. And I found them. But but now, and I got excited that I found them. Then I realized these numbers are no good anymore. Well, they, right. needed, they needed to redo it. Right, yeah. All right, so in about 20 minutes, the Good Time Gang is going to try to get Big Boy prepared. Speaking yeah, of the big move. Is, is that so possibly tomorrow? Scheduled tomorrow, and I'm going to get confirmation here at the end of the show. We are going to attempt to move Big Boy to his new home. Tomorrow, live on the show. In prime time. So uh, if, and if those of you that uh, – Find a way to watch uh, because, I mean, we might be able to get some sort of. I'm going to FaceTime Adler and let right. him run it through the uh, system yeah. uh, so you can see audio, video, really? see video. There, there's, two, there's two people that are going to turn out in a much better setup this time, Big Boy and Adler. Yeah. Uh, because Big Boy may finally, his days of being a nomad may be over. Because you remember when he was at the Red Velvet Lounge, he had it just like he liked it on mm-hmm. Big Boy Bluff. Yeah. We, got we, locked we had up. our own rail up there. It, it was, was phenomenal. His own pavement. I mean, yeah, they got locked but he's going to be, I mean, set up. Here's the thing about it. He's back there in the storage room. And stuffed he has no idea what's about to happen. So he spent about 10 huh? years. He spent about 10 years in total captivity. In storage. In storage. <laughs> yes. And right. then he's had three years of I'm uncertain where I go. Now, every I, now and then, they would get him out and hang him from a crane. Yeah, right? I, yeah, yeah crane around. works, yeah. So I think we can get him back to he's always here. He's always right there. There he is. There he is. Could yeah. be a centerpiece for pitchers. He's actually. a little scuffed up. He needs he's a little, he needs a little yeah. wax. He took a few shots today. Yeah. He's yeah. beat up. Hey, hey, I, whose elbows aren't scuffed up? We all are. Huh? I don't you feel scuffed up? I tested it a few minutes ago. Speed's heavier than I thought he was. Really? Yeah. Is he can, really? Can three of us get him? Hmm. Just, I wish they'd get him up. Yeah, wait, I guess. Yeah, uh, he's gonna fit. Though. Did you? Did you? When yeah. you went? Yeah. When you went to grab hold of him, do you think he was? You thought he was lighter? I thought he was a little lighter. Than <laughs> 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 no, I'm yeah, just he, one person. Right, I get it. Right, yeah. right. Well, I think if the could the good time gang get him is what I want. I don't to know. know. He's, he's he's awkward. 
Yeah. I mean, he's hard to. Yeah, he is hard to grab hold of. Yeah. Well, he's got such a big head. He's kind of like Bubba. head so big. You know, <laughs> he is. He gets top heavy. <laughs> you go for the base to pick him up at the base, and then he tips over and hits you with his big head. Okay. But I wish you'd have been here when I got excited and ran him down the hall and found my cards. And then I realized, wait a minute, these numbers are no good. Yeah. Wait, what about if we go bottom? Okay. Pick bottom up, let head fall on two. And then two people hold the head while the others lift him up and just get the base and that then push, then push him up. That probably works. Okay, you see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I got. It. Okay. Yeah. That, that, we all help. Uh, probably not. And then we got we got to fit him. Then we got to fit him through a window. I can't wait for that. We actually have a company coming to take out fit? a window and put him through the window. What if he don't fit? What if he gets the window out and he won't fit? Well, we're going to all live it out live on the show door tomorrow. Frame to go what if it all goes horribly wrong? Be great for the show, though. 15 minutes to the top. Your phone calls to wrap up the hour coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Won't you take me to a funky town? Won't you take me to... You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. That's right. Nine minutes to the top. Lines are available for you to join us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And we do want to chat. We want to chat with you at 866-WE-BE-BIG and ask uh, you to comment on whatever you want to. Uh, Got something you want to bring in, bring up, bring to the table, uh, discuss. Uh, We'll do it. Uh, Bill's out of Athens, Alabama. He's been standing by patiently. Thank you, Bill. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Yeah, I just thought of a catchy name for your new location. All right, go ahead. Studio Ocho. Studio Ocho, because it is going to be the eighth studio we've been to. Bubba, you thought about even going full-blown Spanish. Well, it would be similar. It would be Ocho Estudio. Ocho Estudio. Yeah. Uh, can we say that smoothly, man? Oh, 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 That'd be a negative. Uh, well, I mean, this, studio. I, I, I mean, it's way too early to mm-hmm. drop the hammer on something, but I just thought I'd throw that out in the break. By the way, that. this is our setup of how we think the room will lay out in case everybody's wondering of the new studio. That's that's all of us over on the console. Uh, that, that's, that, that, uh, that's all of us that's, lit. That's quite a drawing. There's the Wheel of Meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Big Boy's location. There's the uh, Coyote. Uh, <laughs> there's the Golden Ticket Seats. Uh, you can kind of see how it all lays out. That that that's at least uh, what we'll play with. Mm-hmm. The uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's not to scale, of course. No, uh, <laughs> but the golden ticket seats. I think you're going to have to be worked on there a little bit. Yeah, well, they, they, they shrunk down there for some reason. In that, oh yeah, they're, they're probably going to be split up. There's six more over there, there too, and yeah. six in the corner. Yeah, we don't. Some of them are not drawn in right yeah. there. Uh, let's go to Brian in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River. Brian, yeah, buddy, Brian. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Hey, gentlemen, and I've been enjoying listening to your stories about the studios, and mm-hmm. I was thinking going of going Dick Van Patten on you late 70s and 8 is enough. Boy, that's not bad. Yeah. You know, just, you, we, we could just call it Studio 8. Coming to you from Studio 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. May call it the Omega. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, let's go to coming to you from Studio Omega. That's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad at all. <laughs> Studio 8. Studio Ocho. Mm. Will you always say Coming it like that? Coming to you from Ocho Studio. Mm. Ocho, Ocho Studio. Oh, uh, let's Ocho go. Omega. Uh, let's go to um, Bobby out of Lincoln. Bobby, go ahead. Hey guys, you know that song "Christmas Bells"? Y'all played it a couple of times over the last few days. Mm-hmm. You talking about Carol of the Bells? Yeah, 
I, that song is scary, man. It reminds me of that song from The Exorcist, uh, Tubular Bells. Nah, not me. I love that song. Dun, 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 I, I love the uh, yeah yeah. I, I don't know the Exorcist song. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Either. I never. That was one soundtrack I took a pass on. Yeah, I think I'll skip on that here at Christmas. Uh, let's go to uh, yeah. Let's go to yeah. Pam in Florida. Pam, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hi. Good morning, guys. Hey, um, Pam. I want to go back to. Like at the beginning of the show, Rick, you were talking about how the world is so upside down. It's hard to recognize it and and really hard to feel happiness during the day. And, you know, our, our teenagers are really suffering. I mean, think about what they've seen with the riots and the politics and then worrying about people dying. I mean, we really need to check in on our teenagers. But um, for me, I check in with Rick and Bubba. Like, you guys every day help me stay somewhat balanced from the bad news to like listening to people who are my age and you believe the same things I believe. And like, I need that kind of camaraderie every day. So thank you for bringing a little bit of happiness and reminder that I need joy um, into my days. Well, so thank and you. Pam, you, I don't think you guys realize you do that for us too. Amen. <laughs> yep. It's two way street. Thank yeah, you, Pam. Is. Very kind of you. Never lose hope. I'll never, never lose your joy. Things are, are usually, I remember when I first got into this business, my dad told me, uh, the people who think you're just so fantastic, the people that think you are awful, they're both wrong. Uh, and I, and I kind of look <laughs> and sometimes at, the same people. Yeah. And so what, what, what it, it, things are, are probably not, you know, you know, we're, don't be delusional about how great things are, but at the same time, things are not as bad as, uh, as, as it seems as well, because at, at the end of it all, uh, we, we all need to remember that the, that, um, as long as God is where he is and as long as redemption is still available to all who repent and seek it, uh, everything really is going to be all right. And uh, so to never lose hope on that. Uh, and as, uh, as Jesus told us, let not your hearts be troubled because of what he's done. Uh, David in Huntsville. David, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. David. David, not ready. James, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, man, I got a name for the studio. All right, go ahead. The Octagon. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> in, our, in this case, the Quad. Coming to you from the Quad. <laughs> the Octagon. Uh, Jason in Tennessee. Jason, go ahead. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Yes, sir. How are y'all this morning? <laughs> Jason, that may be the worst phone call wow. we've heard today. Jason. <laughs> It's uh, one of Greg's memes. I have. Uh, one. All right. Uh, that, I mean, he is underwater, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, that, hey, now, you're my favorite, Greg. Well, <laughs> oh, 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 like, careful. I get it. And I wanted to caution you for a minute. Well, that was bad. Oh, that was that was Mr. bad connection, Mister Shoot Ready Aim. That was a bad because connection. when you first jumped out there, I thought you're going to feel real bad if it's an apparatus. Well, I, I waited to make sure, and I could tell it was a. You're going to feel real bad if he's got one of those things that tries to help you talk. Yeah, I mean, no, Speedy jumped out there gonna, real quick. I'm going to say that was the phone. No, yeah, I, agree. I think that was back. I agree. I, did you hear me pause? I, I paused. just thought, well, it was too late. You already done it once. Five Mississippi, I paused. You, no, not before you did the first one. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> it was just bad connection. Call back. Boy, I hope he didn't call back with good connection and sound the same. I really, rather really he didn't. Yeah. Uh, David in Huntsville, 100.3 The River. David, go ahead. Two things real quick. Because Greg hates Big Boy, I think he should have to transport him to the new location tomorrow. I think Ed Orgeron is going to be the new head coach at Notre Dame, and he's 
get fired after the first season because he keeps saying, go Tigers. <laughs> is he saying Greg has to help move Big Boy? He's, he's saying because because he doesn't do like Big Boy. He, he's, he has, butt, he's demanding that he be part of the crew that goes. Right. That's what he's saying. Right. Hey, we got, we got some items we got to figure out what to do with. Mm-hmm. That hanging, sure that hanging thing's an issue, right? Well, well, uh, well, it, if y'all will close your eyes and just go for the day, yeah, it's gone. Okay, that's fine with me. <laughs> that's the, it, there, there's some things that can transition. That one I don't think can. Don't think and Bubba claims he's taking his treadmill, but I don't know. How <laughs> do that. Bubba, that's one of the Give funniest on things I've treadmill. heard in a long time. And first of all, it's not even a very good treadmill. Yeah, I mean, you can't even. It starts sliding under your feet. You would be light duty. You would be better duty. off. You would be better off just to get another one delivered to the new studio. That one you got in there, I think. No, I'm not carrying it to the studio. Yeah, huh? I'm not carrying it to the well, studio. Well, just get you. A where, you get, where are you carrying it? Do his gym. Do his gym. Hey, you know where he's carrying it? Godspeed. Nada. I was there yesterday, and you know what the first thing I asked when I come in? Did I miss Bubba? Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had quit moving everything, I might have time to do something. Sure. Oh, well, hey, look, I, uh, I, I feel like I've been in a state of move for a I long know, time. I know, guys. You've had too much of it. You've had too much of it. And I have too, frankly, uh, because I, we're just coming off one right into another one. Mm. But, uh, but I, got, I made a big dent in it yesterday. Then, mm-hmm. then I started realizing all the – if you look around, you'll find something where you look. I mean, you say things like, what about that curtain right there? Yeah. There's all kinds of things. So, uh, but it'll all happen one way or the other. That's the beautiful thing of deadlines. Either get it moved or it's going to be somebody else's. Yeah. Uh, Top of the hour. Thank you guys for being with us today. We'll catch you, Lord willing, on another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show tomorrow. Or if you still got more Rick and Bubba today, stick around. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.